Seems to me there are two kinds of kids walking in this building. Stoop kids, corner kids. Excuse me? No, stoop kids. They're the ones that stay on the front steps when the parents tell them. The others go down to the corner. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to episode 23 of the Stoop Kids Podcast. I am your co-host, your boy, Ralphie. You're kicking in with Kai. And it's Jay. And this is going to be a one-stop pod for movies, TV, music, video games, and all things in, out, and around the Nerdverse. Fellas. How's it going? I missed... Oh, wow. Come on, man. I missed you guys, though, man. How are we feeling? Not too bad. Not too <clears> bad? <throat> yeah, but I don't know why my voice is all raspy. Because you're nervous. I guess so. You know, yeah. it's not like I haven't done this, what, 23 times? Actually, it's been like 25, technically. Oh, yeah, yeah, with the two uh, bonus mm-hmm. episodes. Right. We gotta do another one of those. I'm down for that. Uh, when are you, How far are you into Sopranos? Season 5. Okay. I gave it a break. I, okay, okay, I, okay. I've been slacking. I'm waiting, because we gotta do that episode. I got you, I got right. you. Give that, me give me till, like, Christmas time. All right, copy. That's cute. Not, I was just about to switch it over. Nah, I know, that's cute, we, though. But we gotta do our, our mixtape episode. Okay, we definitely yeah, do a mixtape we, episode. We gotta do an anime episode, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we do an anime episode. But can we do like, matter of fact, we were just talking about the Cowboy Bebop. Can we do a Cowboy Bebop episode? I need that. I won't be. I got to rewatch it. All right. I got to rewatch okay, it. Okay, okay. I'll sleep through the podcast. I'll do the intro and then just knock out. No, no, no. We could do a podcast. It'll, 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 it'll be a bonus episode. But mm. if we do an anime episode, Sly and Clutch, they want to come back for that. Mm. When we do oh, the, perfect. When we do the album of the year episode, Sly, Clutch, and our nigga Demon come for that. All right. So it's gonna be a fucking round table yeah, discussion. Yeah, bro, it's gonna be it's gonna be a three hour podcast. I'm cool with it though. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm with it. <laughs> hey guys, how was everybody's weekend? Mine was good. Um, it was good. Pop's birthday this weekend. Hey. Friday. Tell tell him I said happy belated, bro. I got y'all. I got y'all. Um, went to Blue Meats. Got him that nice, expensive Ralph Lauren polo because he like polo. Mm-hmm. So I got like it was like some. I won't. Even, I don't want to say seafoam green, but it was like between seafoam and forest green. Like it was just like the perfect green. I don't know what seafoam green. Yeah, was, was seafoam I green? know forest. Oh, yeah, not. So it's like a tealish green. Oh, like, okay. Like a combination of that and like a deep green. Like it was good. And then you know, you know, the expensive polos where the the stitch is not just one color. It's you know, yeah, the man has mm-hmm. a shirt on it and stuff like that. So you know, it's the expensive one, good quality. <laughs> that old price shit. He called. He called me today. He was like, um, I was talk, talking to your mom and. He was just like, Greg brought me an old man for shirt. I was like, damn, bro. Shirt. I was like, yo, but bro, the shirt is fire. Like, relax. He was like, you ain't give me one of those flannels that you be wearing. Oh, like, put him on a rock flannel? Like, I don't know if we're ready for that. I'm on <laughs> next year. I got I you, Put bro. that on the flannel, bro. Come I on. got him next year. I got him Christmas next year. time. But that's his thing, though. Like, Ralph Lauren, like, that's that, that's how he wrote. He wore, he wore that Ralphie. That's fine. Yeah, pause. That's not pause. He wears Ralph Lauren. <laughs> Kai, how was your weekend, bro? My weekend was pretty good. Um, I actually went to the movies on Saturday. What'd you see? What'd you I went see? to go see uh, Zombie Land Double Tap. Mm. Okay, how was very, that? Very funny. Okay. Um, the only thing I, I will say about it, it people are right where it's like it was released ten years too late. It was like yeah. this is a movie that should have came out three years after or two years later, like after the original. Right? Yeah, because like you're sitting there watching the movie and it's like it's funny. It has the same type of humor. It's not too dark. It has a lot of dark, but it does have like a lot of like dark comedy. And then you're just sitting there and you're just like, what the fuck have these... Because these characters are 10 years older. Right. You're just like, what have these characters been doing for 10 years? Because they're the exact same people that they were in the first movie. But like, other than that, man, I think like a lot of the jokes landed. Um, I want to shout out Z- Zoe Douche? Zoe Daish? Or so- something like that. Zoe something. I'm sorry, I'm butchering your name. Uh, she plays like this... You just um, called her a douche. 
No, that's not. I, I fucked her name up. I'm not gonna lie. But like, she plays this like airheaded blonde chick, mm-hmm. like the stereotypical like airheaded like blonde chick, like from like the early like 2000s. Right. Like she plays it like perfectly, and like she comes off as like you you think she's gonna be annoying, but she's just fucking hilarious. Okay. Okay. And um, yo, Jesse Eisenberg has still got it, like with the comedic chops. Um, Emma Stone, she still kills it. Um, Woody Harrelson still does this thing. It's cool because all these characters are like uh, Oscar nominated or Oscar winners, and it's like nah, they still came back to. To come do this like small like cult small classic time movie, yeah. yeah so that that was dope okay. i really hope they make another one i hope they don't take too long though but that was cool you and think, then, you think they're gonna make another one i hope so um i'm really hoping that this movie does well it had a small budget so it so it really doesn't have to do much to like it. a like, lot of turnover yeah it? so hopefully this will get a sequel and hopefully sometime before 20 2029 but that was dope and then on saturday i actually went pumpkin picking uh, and i showed you my um my iron man yeah i'm still mad about it I'm sorry. Wait, you made an Iron Man jack-o'-lantern? I made an Iron so Man. So you ain't even show me? Shit, it's hard. Hold on. My, my, my fault, my fault, He my didn't even get me one. I got you. I wanted a jack-o'-lantern, bro. I'm sorry. Ralphie was talking about that jack-o'-lantern. I was for a minute. He was. Tony, the whole summer. That's foul. Tony, Yo, he got the... Tony Stark. You, you made that? Huh? Yeah, I did that. that. Shit is fuego, right? Shit is fire, money. <laughs> it was not nah, It was cool. Right? Yo, people... But, but the whole summer, I was just like, all I want you, for Halloween... You told me this? He's been saying it, bro. I've been saying it. He's been saying it for yeah, years. We had a whole conversation on, on Jack-O-Lantern. Jack- all I wanted was an Iron Man Jack-O-Lantern. <laughs> and I haven't you got gonna have, You're going to have to pull that up. Well, you have to go in the archive and pull that up. Because I don't remember that conversation. I would think we That's deleted foul, it. bro. It wasn't relevant. But now it's relevant. <laughs> yeah, like people of our demographic, we usually don't make Jack-O-Lanterns. Like, this is... That, that is true. That's you don't you see this in a while. Yeah. Guys, if you want a Jack-O-Lantern, uh, we'll be having them on sale very soon. You going to sell them on one Jack-O-Lantern? Hell yeah. yeah. Make them more. I don't, I don't know what to I should have made one of a stoop. Would have been that easy. Just of a stoop? Yeah. <laughs> just three, just, <laughs> just three just rectangles. <laughs> just three rectangles. <laughs> <laughs> see us on a stoop. You like, definitely could have done that. But like, nah, uh, Ralphie, how was your weekend? Uh, it was okay. We'll get to that a lot later. But it, it, yeah, okay, we'll get to that. Right. But um, are we ready to start the word on the street, gentlemen? Yes, please. No, not yet. All right, now nah, I'm ready. <laughs> I really hate when he does. That. I know because I really be saying like waiting for him to say something. I thought he was gonna say shit. something profound, but no, because um, one day he's gonna do it. Like one day he's really gonna t- say some shit that's gonna change our lives, make facts. us become better people. He, <laughs> Big facts. Just wait on. But, but guarantee that day we don't listen to him. Oh, we won't. Not at all. It's whatever though. He's gonna be like, yo, don't cross the street. I'm gonna cross the street. Boom. Hit by, hit, hit by a train. <laughs> hit by a train. About to die tonight. Let's get to the world on the street. Um man. Don't call don't don't. Oh, don't no, 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 no. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let him have his day. Hey, gay. This doesn't happen very often. It man. doesn't. My man Frank Ocean dropped some new music this weekend. Uh DHL. Mm-hmm. How you feel about that? <laughs> Tell me how you feel, Ruffy. Listen, I am a huge Frank Ocean fan. This is not exactly what I wanted. Okay. It's like I, a little secret. I'm still waiting because, listen, I, I remember when Pyramids had first came out. Yeah. And I wasn't the biggest fan of it. But time went on. I actually, I actually love the song now. Mm. So this might have the same effect. I doubt it. The only... Re- listen, and, and me and Kai talked about this on the way here. He has an amazing voice. No homo. Right? So you know I, the whole track is just pause though, right? The whole track? Yeah, it's a pause track. You not hear his lyrics or what he's saying? I don't. I haven't listened to lyrics. Close, close my man, to my lyrics. man said, "Boy toy suck me like a Hoover. Mm-hmm. Boy toy ride me like a Uber." Ooh, bars. 
No, no bars. That is kind of bars. That's what I'm that, talking about. Those are bars. Those are bars. That's pause. Those are bars. And you know why it's super bars, though? Why? Because, all right, Hoover, right? Mm. There was conspiracy about that President Hoover yes, being yes, gay. Yes, yes. And Uber, That's a, his his boyfriend no, was no. an Uber driver. No, and then but also Hoover, like a Hoover vacuum. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's crazy. I don't, bro, that's kind of fucking bars, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we supporting that, though. <laughs> Yo, whatever. Like, that's, that's, not, that's not bars. Bars is bars. No, it's bars. Because I didn't pick up, though. I didn't pick up on the vacuum. Thing. Yeah. Oh, right. No, that's the first thing I meant. I thought you got the vacuum thing. Nah. I I, 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 immediately. Um, I didn't get. I didn't know the Jay Hoover thing. That yes. Was, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. yeah. Allegedly, he was he was a homosexual. Yeah. Wow. Like my man hit you with the double entendre. Mm. Still saying I'm gay. Like fuck it. Yeah. But that's what it's 2019. You do that. Freddie Gibbs not doing that, bro. I hope not. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, clearly you let you uh. But no, to no. The, I, I fuck with the track because um. I fuck with music like that when it comes to like the like abstract um, beats and just haziness and in and out. But um, it's I I didn't expect it to be a single though. I understand what you're saying. I don't think I don't think it's a single. It was just something like I think it's something he dropped. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I I fuck. He had some fine lines in there. I fuck with the line he was like, "Nigga, look like I'm going camping, but I'm in Paris." Like, yo, people be sleeping on Frank. Like, he actually can rap. Nah, he can rap. He can rap. Like, if you if you if you really want to listen to rap, listen to a song called "Blue Whale" by Frank Ocean. Okay, he got it. Um, on Inside Rocky album, the last uh, the last song he rapped on it. Yeah, he got bars. He got bars, bro. On um on Raph, he got bars. Yes. And I like him on the um on the Our Future track too on the, on the posse cut that they did from the oldies. Oh, oldie! Yeah, yeah. I, I like that track. Hell yeah. yeah! Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yeah, I was I was feeling the same way as you were. Um, I was kind of underwhelmed because, like you said, um, I want to hear Frank Ocean sing, mm-hmm. especially like if I haven't heard a track from him drop in a while. He's a really great, talented R and B artist. I really want to see him or hear him like sing, like some get into his R and B bag, really sing. Because to me. Those are always the high points of his albums. Right. You know what I mean? Like when he's able to show his verticality when it comes to, you know, uh, where he can take his voice. So when he does this, the whole low model tone, like sing song, sing rappy thing, it's just kind of like, eh. Especially when you over like a very like hazy beat. Cause I was yeah. like, I was like, this is some shit I listen to to like go to, go to sleep. Yeah, like it, it, like I got this playlist called Zoned Out. So I was just like, All right, this is perfect. It, that's how, that's how I was feeling. I, it, it made me feel zoned out for mm-hmm. a second. Perfect. I like that. Yeah. All right. I can check it out. It's on. Um, it's on. It's on Apple Music. It's on Apple Music. It's on title Frank Ocean DHL. Or I was talking about my playlist. Yeah. Or, oh, that's what he was on. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, that too, I guess. Um. Next on the list, Jared Leto tried allegedly. Mm-hmm. We don't know this for a fact, but he tried to jo- uh, stop the um, last Joker movie that had Joaquin Phoenix in it. Uh, because let's face it, he was jealous. Yeah. For right? the, for, wait, before you go on, for the people who don't know who Jared Leto is, Jared Leto is the Joker from Suicide Squad, the weird one, the worst. Joker okay, ever, yeah, the one. worst one. Yeah, the skinny one. looking dude, yeah. look like a toothpick. Right, the yeah. one we could beat up probably. Yeah, him. Yeah, that's the one. Um, <laughs> he was sick. He's riff rash meets the Joker. It, yeah, pretty yeah, much. There you go. There you go. And uh, allegedly, he's pretty much done with uh, the Joker. Good. Nobody wanted him anymore. That's what I said. Yeah, he's not missed. So, all right. So I was gonna ask how you feel about this, but clearly we're all on the same yeah, boat. Damn about yeah. this, man. Don't, and don't get me wrong, I like Jared Leto as an actor. Oh, you do. But yeah, I do because I thought he was good in Blade Runner and um, what was the other Dallas one? Buyers Club. Dallas Buyers Club. It was another one he did early in his career. Fight Club. He's, he's, he's in Fight there for like five seconds. He gets his. Face punched in by Ed Norton. Yeah, he's the blind he's, guy. Oh, he's an American Psycho as well. You said he's the blind guy. The the blind guy. Oh, the dude from the Office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he's an American Psycho as well. Yes, he's uh, uh Christian Bale's first victim. Yes, yes, victim. yes, yes. How yes, do you yes. feel about that movie? 
Like American that. Psycho? Yeah. I like it. I think it's just a... It's, I think it's a satire, and I don't think a lot of it's real. Okay. Like, I think it's all in his head. Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. I don't believe that. But, um, but yeah, so we're on the same boat. I don't really care. If he wants to be done with it, cool, good, go away. Yeah. Leave more room for Joaquin Phoenix my, to hop, more, hop in. My, my question is, because I... I granted, I know that the Joker is just such a seminal character in history. Mm. Why so attached? Not to be funny, like why so serious? But like why? Why are you so attached? Like he's saying how he felt stabbed in the back and all these things. But like, dude, you're Jared Leto. You, you just wanted. You want. You have. An, you have an Oscar. Uh, you also have like a Grammy nominated band too. Like you are a credible actor. Why are you like turning to this comic book shit to like really like get your get your rocks off? You know what I mean? Um. Well, I. As far as like comic book characters are concerned, I think Joker is the one where you could get the most prestige from, mm-hmm. and um, like you could actually like actors like clearly because Joaquin Phoenix took the role, like right, right, right. you could take this role a lot of different but ways. Yeah, after Heath, had, um, Heath, Heath Ledger, Ledger, yeah, it's he just he like, elevated what it meant to play the Joker. Correct. Okay. It's not like playing like Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Like, and my man did a doodle job. Jared Leto. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah. Well, okay, and I'm gonna defend you a little here. He didn't. I don't even want to hit this. No, he, no, he didn't have a lot of screen time. He didn't have a lot of screen time, and I think the uh, what you do or the work that you shoot in comparison to what actually gets put out to the universe is always completely different. Because we all know that wasn't David Ayer's movie. He didn't get final cut on it or anything. So mm-hmm. I do believe that he probably did try a lot of things out with that character over the course of you know shooting for three months, mm-hmm. and he probably had a lot of shit that he loved. Then you know he sees it on screen. It's complete bullshit. All of his like probably good scenes were cut. Right. And now people are judging him, so he's probably now looking at it like, all right, I gotta redeem myself with this. And then like, now nah, we're, we're taking the rug from underneath you. Like, right, I, right, so right. I, I mean, I get all of that, but to like come in and basically kind of block another actor's shine, I think that's kind of corny. We gotta understand. Well, we gotta understand when he first signed that contract. I would imagine it was a multi. Oh yeah, deal, for, yeah. And he would be the Joker for like the next ten years or so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. For the because remember that was still when DC was trying to do that whole. Um, expanded universe. Yeah, yeah. So he would have been the Joker in the Batman movie, in a Justice League movie, like yeah. whatever. So I guess him hearing the news that another guy, and then not only that, the other guy is Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. fucking Phoenix. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So to hear that, and then Todd Phillips, and then Marcus Scorsese gets involved, like, yeah. there's jealousy involved. And I get that. Yeah. But uh, he did a terrible job, bro. So <laughs> calm down. Relax. Yeah, Duty. But yeah, let's go on to the next one. Yes, please. Um, Granted, we're we're watching the the game right now, so we're hoping that at some point during this game we get to watch this trailer. But I'm talking about the rise of Skywalker, as you guys know. The trailer is supposed to come out Monday night, so we're actually waiting for it to drop as we speak. Hopefully, it comes on soon. Mm-hmm. But um, Abrams has said that this movie is going to answer pretty much all the questions that we've have have asked for the past what eight movies? Yeah, or at least the past two. Um, how do we feel about that? Do we think? That this trilogy can possibly close out on a strong note. I don't know, man. The more I think about it, and like we talk about the Last Jedi a lot, the Last Jedi really fucked a lot of this shit up. Like yeah, it, re- yeah. it really stumbled this trilogy's momentum. Um, because I thought the I I love the Force Awakens. I know it's a retread, but I just thought that you know it harkened back to the old school Star Wars in, in such great ways. And then you know, uh, Ryan Johnson tried so hard to you know introduce so so many new things into the universe. It kind of derail things it's gonna be hard playing catch-up because now you have to like retcon the retcons you know what i mean like he was doing so much universe breaking shit so now you have to like oh wait nah that shit didn't count here's all this other stuff because you know they they answered ray's parents now they have to say oh no that's not true mm-hmm. you know um 
I don't believe that, you know, Kylo Ren was going to be the main antagonist of this trilogy. But now he is. How are we going to backtrack that to make his art compelling mm-hmm. in full circle? You know what I mean? So he's he's got a, he's got a hell of a job ahead of him. You know what I mean? And I think that's why, you know, Colin Gerardo got the boot. Because it was like, look, we like you, but we need someone that really is going to, like, hunker down and do this shit. Mm-hmm. And that's why they called JJ back up. So I, I'm very skeptical. The other thing is, too, well, going along with what you're saying... They have so much to cover, and I don't know if you saw, noticed the runtime, but it's about 150 minutes. Oh, I didn't know they dropped that. And that's two hours and a half, and that's a lot of time, but you have a lot of things you got to cover. Like you said, you have to answer Ray's parentage. Yeah. You got to introduce Palpatine. You have to... Introduce the Knights of Ren. Introduce, yeah, introduce the Knights of Ren. You got to figure out, you know, how you're going to make Kylo Ren um, possibly redeem himself, which mm-hmm. I, we discussed. I don't yeah, know if that's yeah. going to be able you know, be possible. Um, you gotta, you know, deal with Leia. Yeah. And, you know, so I don't know. I don't know if he has enough time in the movie to do that. I was kind of, being how I saw Endgame. Yeah. And it didn't feel like three hours. Now I know, okay, you can still do a movie at three hours at a comfortable pace. Yeah. Absolutely. And, because Endgame, realistically, it needed three hours. Yeah, it did. To answer all that I don't think, I don't think it wasted a minute of its screen It did not. And I think J.J. Abrams could have done the same thing. Yeah. Um, there's still time. Maybe they can, you know... Um, increase the runtime. I don't know how these things work. But point being, with all that being said, I'm, it's 50-50. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to... I gotta see the last trailer. To me, honestly... <laughs> I gotta see the trailer. I gotta, I gotta see this movie. Like, I'm really curious, like, how they're gonna, like, stitch a lot of this stuff up. You know what I mean? Because you know what? Like, I really feel like they're just gonna retcon shit. Because, like, they broke fucking Luke's lightsaber in the last movie, and then as we see in the trailers, you know, Ray's got the same one, mm-hmm. same hilt and everything. <laughs> I feel like they're gonna do that throughout the whole film. Like, oh yeah, psych, that shit didn't count. They're gonna have an opening crawl. Like, yeah. Oh, by the way. <laughs> oh, by the way, they go. They're gonna answer everything that we like. All our lingering questions in, in the opening minutes. crawl. Yep. <laughs> but like, here's your new lightsaber. G, how about you, sir? I mean, I gotta watch the second movie first. You haven't seen the last. Have you seen the Force Awakens? I saw the first one. First one was fire. Okay, it is good. I actually like the Force Awakens. I love the Force Awakens. But since y'all been talking about it, I've been a little less skeptical. Now watch the Last Jedi. I mean, yeah. it's not a bad. We've we've said this multiple times. It's not a bad movie. It's just, a bad it's just not movie. a good Star Wars movie. Yeah, if that if that makes sense. So, it makes sense, but it basically doesn't serve the purpose of what it should be serving. Yeah. It's still a good movie. Like it's still good cinema. That's like hiring a maid and hiring a bad maid. No, no it's, it's not. That's not. That's not the same thing. No, it's it, all right. So basically, because it's maid, still a good, your, your maid won't do your laundry, but she'll wash your dishes. No, it's like you being a good chef, but you're you're a good Caribbean chef, but you you're not good at making Italian food, and you work in an Italian restaurant. You know, like, you're, like your like your food is like your food is lit. It's just the wrong type of food for this environment. So like, had Ryan Johnson been making a spinoff film or his own sci-fi thing, and he wanted to try all these new things. Perfect, cool. This is all good. I have but no problem not the with movie it. For that. This is not exactly not the this, franchise. For yeah, it, it wasn't. Like, yeah, it's no. not the universe for it. I was I was gonna say it's like Eight Ways and Heartbreak. It's a it's a good album, but it's not. Yeah, the it's, album you want. Yeah, it's not the. Yeah. Nah, it was, nobody wanted that. Shit. I well, I like. All right, well, no, 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 I'm, not, I'm not gonna say I you didn't like it or not. You didn't know you like. You didn't know you wanted it though. Nobody wanted. That no, shit. Nah, you didn't want it. Yeah, you didn't want it. You didn't want it. Now things look bad. Yo, that shit is fire. Yeah, but. But yeah, but like, I think you should still watch it. But yeah, um, I, I don't know about <laughs> the rest and, of Skywalker, and, bro. And also, JJ, I love you. You're one of my favorite uh, directors. Mm-hmm. I think you're probably one of my favorite sci-fi. I think you might be my favorite sci-fi director. You don't have a great track history answering questions, i.e. Lost. Oh, I can't speak on that. I didn't watch Lost. Lost is nothing but questions with no answers. Mm. 
And I know you liked the you and Damian Lindelof probably uh, would detest that statement, but you guys didn't really answer the way these questions. That was like 15 years ago, man. I don't know. Come on. What was in the hatch? No, we answered that question, but where's Walt? Like, you know what I mean? So, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, that's that's honestly all we can say. I will still, will I will still be there opening day. I'm rooting for this movie to succeed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I will be there opening. I hope I'll get there Thursday night. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Speaking of 808s and Heartbreak. Yes. And Kanye in general. Kanye said. This uh, fucking guy. Listen, don't, I'm talk, kinda, I'm, don't talk bad I'm, about I'm, I'm kind of sick of him. He's he's getting on my nerves. Yo, watch him out. This new, no, no. This new, and this sounds terrible because I'm all about self-improvement. All mm-hmm. I ever want for anyone that walks this earth is to be a better them. Okay. But when you start being a better you, and then all of a sudden, everything you did before was all evil, and you got to chill out. Accept your new life walking. I'm sorry, you didn't even introduce the topic, but introduce. <laughs> intro- Can I introduce the verse? Hold on. Uh, you're right. I'm ready. Matter of fact, go ahead. Just like, like a code opening. Go ahead. Int- like, walk your new path, mm-hmm. but just, you know, re- remember that what your old path did for you. You know what I mean? Like, you couldn't get to this new spot without the spot that later. Can we talk you. about All right, yeah, now you can specific? Go. No, right. but go ahead, go ahead. Oh, Kanye's out here. I guess now he's saying, you know, rap is that he wanted to quit rap because rap is the devil's Correct. Music. Come on, bro. Rap fed, rap fed, rap fed you. Rap put your mother and your family in better positions. Mm-hmm. Rap led you to apparently to your love of your life and your her family. You know what I mean? And I don't know. Oh yeah, we talked about it last week. He was um, I guess like going back and forth with Kim over what she was wearing. Yo, you gotta understand that the, the circumstances that you're in. Your path is your path. Not everyone's gonna be. You can't force everyone to walk that with you, bro. And the same, and in my opinion, the same thing goes for your music, bro. You rap. You made rap music. You made entertaining music. And in my opinion. You made some of the most inspirational, aspirational, and positive music at a time where there wasn't that much of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At a time where you're talking about 2004, 2005, where it was all gangster rap shit, and Kanye came out and making, um, you know, family, uh, family songs like Family Business and Through the Wire. Yeah. The, the hardcore rap niggas was calling that gospel music. Yo, you know they got a... Um... So I mean, don't 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 talk down. Don't, don't, there's, down on a, that. there's a special show with um, Rhymefest. It's I think the first episode ever came out. I don't know if Ryan Fest is hosting it, but he definitely was on it. It was basically about like some of the most pivotal songs in hip hop, mm. and Jesus Wilkes was one of them. Yeah. So I mean, I I'm I'm happy. Like, don't get me wrong. I am happy for you, bro. Like, be happy is that you've found religion that you want to do this new. Even if that means that you will never make another rap album again, because whatever. It, my entertainment is not worth your sanity or worth your, your your peace of mind. So so you know and exactly like to me you know. Kanye always says some crazy shit. I don't take anything he says, you know. No, nah, no, nah, but we have a podcast. I, 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 no, yeah, of I course, have to of say course. something. Yeah, yeah, you gotta say something. But um, yo, the proof is what Kanye to me is always the proof is in the music. So what what is this album supposed to be a gospel album? Or something yeah, like that? and that's what and that's another thing. This album better be fuego. If this album is anything below like a a seven, like on so a grade scale, it's an automatic F for me. So we talking um. What's my man, Frank, um, Kirk Franklin? That's Kirk Franklin, yeah. We, we talking Kirk Franklin vibes from this album? Nah, I don't think it's that much. Nah, no. Not this album, no. Not this album. Probably okay. future albums. Yes. Here we go. Hip-hop songs that, that shake the world, that shook America. It's on um, AMC. Oh, okay. First episode is Jesus Walks. Oh, dope. As it should be. Robbie, you're a fucking clown. Relax. You think I wasn't going to read this? Hey, come on, man. Bitch-ass motherfucker. We're moving on. All right. <laughs> what do you put? Nothing. Nothing. Don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, um... So yeah, with that being said, Kanye West's album 
allegedly is coming out this Friday, October 25th. I will say that now I do believe him. He released the album cover. Yes. Typically, you don't do that. I think it's coming out. Yeah, I think it's coming. I think it's coming. It's going to be fire. It's going to be five tracks. (laughs) Nah, don't do that. 25 minutes. Nah, it's going to be like 11 tracks. Bro, I'm going to drive to the train station. I'm going to drive. I'm going to get in my car, drive five minutes to the train station. (laughs) It's going to be over. The second, the, the second song yep. they got is all right, bro. I believe, I believe that the first, I want to, I do want to talk about that because I kind of agree with that statement. A lot That's of people, facts. Yeah, all right is the uh, best hip hop song I, of, this, I, of this decade. I was at Penn State. Wait, what? Penn. They, they they're saying that all right is the biggest hip hop song of this decade. Of this okay. decade, it's one. Is one of the no. They're saying it's number. Where's one. Where's this coming from? That, that's what they said in the episode. Yeah, I think they said. I it. didn't. I didn't watch the episode. Oh no, I, I've I've been seeing that circulating. Okay, okay. I heard that it, that it's number one. Yeah, the decade definitely, man. Because when I was at Penn State, what the 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 population of black people is like less than ten percent. Mm. But mind you, all these white guys is just singing the song. And that, that song like, that song gave birth to the Black Lives Matter yeah. movement. Oh, well, yeah. not it was the, not it didn't give birth to it. Um, it was the the song. The, it was basically the theme song to okay. that to the to the entire movement. Gotcha, gotcha. But, yo, yo, Ralph so we not jacking Old Town Road as the, the the hottest. Bro, if you don't get that shit the fuck out of here, wow. It, no, no, don't get me wrong. Now looking at it, it's probably weeks. up there. No, it's up there. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, it's in the top of the. It's it's like it's far it's far up, but it's up there though. I don't give it's on that list. What was you gonna say, G? Um, I was talking. I was getting. I was getting to my sneaker talk. Mm-hmm. Um, the you you do you like the Fear of Gods? Do you do you like that collection? They're okay. They're okay. Yeah, they, they come out with a new um colorway, an oatmeal colorway. I'm trying to flip those. I'm trying to flip those. <laughs> this is way off topic, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah. So like I said, I do believe Kanye's album is gonna come out this Friday, and it's gonna be. Fire. We'll see. Oh, you know we're doing a Kanye uh, review on this shit. We might have to do a track by track. Review. We could do that. We might have to do a track by track review. We could definitely do that. That could be a bonus episode because we got we got to do. That's gonna be a regular episode. Nah, because we got to do our other shit. All right, we'll get into it. Nah. Excuse me. <laughs> um. All right, you guys ready for the main topic of the week? Start it up, sir. I'm not even ready for this. Yeah, you, yeah, you are. Yeah, I think you are. You got this. Now, whose idea was this? Was it yours or G's? It was mine. No, it was mine. Tell no, the, it was the, the initial thought was yours. The extension of it was mine. <laughs> I built over it and made it more loose. All right, hold on. So it was G's initial idea. Yeah. All right. So G, please introduce this topic for us. Oh, yes. All right. So um, as you two bozos didn't know what to talk about this week. I know you're not talking. <laughs> I, I, I think of everything to talk about every to, week. You I, had come, I had to come out the bag. You feel me? I just go with the flow. Honestly. I had to come out the bag. Fuck boy talking shit now. I had to talk about Bag. So top five that are alive. Um, we're each. So what do we want to do? You want to go like one by one? Yeah. Person? I did. I thought that was best too. We're each gonna go one by one to just give our top five artists. Now this is any genre. This isn't just rap. Um, so you basically get like a well-rounded perception of us. You know, that's mm-hmm. what I was thinking about it. You know, I like that. Um, so another interesting thing we're gonna be doing is too. We some of us have sim- somewhat similar taste in music. So yeah. we're also doing too. Let's say I say Beethoven. And Kai's favorite artist was Beethoven as well. well I he has three Beethoven that. songs. He has, yo, chill out, chill out, chill Beethoven's out. Beethoven's Symphony 1, 2, 3. I actually was going to say that. Something <laughs> like that. Whatever. No, 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 no. Anyway, so let's say I say. I that shit. I know it's not. I know. If I say Beethoven and Kai had Beethoven on his list, he has to replace that with another artist that he likes a lot. Can yes. we think of another classical composer? Mozart. Bach. So um, let's get into it, Kai. You want to start off? Yes, I will start off, and I'm going to come in at the number five spot. So giddy. Is Kendrick Lamar Duckworth. Oh, so wait, we're doing from 
Five, no, yeah, my, five my, down. My, my mind is not like that. Yeah, mine's not oh, like that at mine all. Mine is ranked. All right, so I got to get my favorites out first before y'all do that. So then do what you got to do then. What do you mean? Like, you could do your ranked order, but mine's is not because mine's is from different Oh, okay, teams. okay. That's fine. Yeah, so coming in at the number five spot is Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar is a very um, late addition to this. I originally had my top five out, I want to say since high school. Then Section 80 came out. And I was like, oh, okay. This, this dude's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Good Kid Mad City came out. Instantly mm-hmm. became one of my favorite albums. I'm like, all right. But I can't, you know, you can't join the list at that point. Even with all your dope features and your two good projects. Then... Now he had three good projects at that time. Oh, well, yeah. Overly dedicated. With, well, four. Because uh, Kendrick Lamar EP is really dope, too. I ain't, but, um, I ain't jacking it. Whatever. Um, and then To Pimple Butterfly came out and I was like, God damn. You had chills up your spine. I, I did. I'm not going to lie. This guy might as well have dropped a, a, a Spike Lee movie on wax. That's like, big fact. Like, like I said, I compare this shit to Malcolm X, the soundtrack, like in, 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 in its influence. And then I was like, okay, nah, it's official. This guy is officially on my top five. And then on top of that, Kendrick Lamar has never dropped a bad verse. I have not have yet to hear a bad verse from Kendrick Lamar. Whether he's rapping on his like social political shit, or he's just rapping on some hip hop shit, or he's just rapping on some like fun, you know, fucking problems, uh, ASAP Rocky shit, this guy brings it every single time. He's easily established himself as one of the top rappers of all time in Facts. what the nine years that he's really been active like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you see his growth and development over the years, and you see that he's still growing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of Damn, but Damn is a great. It's al- a great album. It's a great album as well. You know what I mean? Um, and look at us now. Like we always talk about, you know, artists that take too long to drop, and like, oh, where are they at? Where? You know who we never talk about that about? Kendrick Lamar. Because when he's taking his time, that's when we're like, yeah. that's what gets us hype. We like Kendrick. Kendrick can go goals for for three years and mm-hmm. go on the ground. Because we know when he comes up with that shit, that shit is gonna be fire. And, and you know what's crazy? Like I'm, I'm always, I'm, I feel like I'm a lunatic some ways because like Section Eighty, like that's when I was like the biggest Kendrick fan. Now when people be getting so popular, I just be like, all right, I don't you got to back up a little bit. Yeah, I don't yeah. deal with them no more. But um, yo, yeah, in high school definitely when when I heard OD and then when Section Eighty came out, I was like, yeah, and Whoa. and the thing about Kendrick, I mean, there hasn't really been an artist like him before. I know like. Because he's West Coast, a lot of people try to give him, you know, pop comparisons and, you know, like, because of his subject. It's like, Pop didn't rap, like, as he nice as Pac was. It was on his did, last two albums that he was really and, rapping. And Pac like didn't rap like Kendrick. No, you not know at all. He was just a, he was a visionary. He yeah, spoke he, his truth. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, Ke- Kendrick has a voice that is all his own, you know, and I hear people, you know, now we have J.I.D. coming up. I, I do see a lot of comparisons to the two mm-hmm. and it's just because like now you're starting to see inf- like the, the influence yeah. all these new artists that are going to be up and coming now that uh kendrick has moved himself into the the established pocket you know the him drakes the coles mm-hmm. uh we're going to be seeing these underlings coming up you know underneath them and they're gonna they're gonna be sounding like him you know yeah. what i mean there are people there are, there are kids that i'm just seeing like on instagram well, like at first isaiah richard sounded like him a exactly bit. like you're, you're gonna be seeing these young artists and they're gonna be you know taking after him and j cole and that's mm-hmm. just to show the influence and i mean Give him three more albums, and I think, you know, like, he has to, like, I'm just saying in my personal, I think he has to be in that conversation as oh, yeah. the greatest of all time. You know what I mean? He's, he's, he's got a decade got a decade under his wing. He's got four studio albums, all of them great. He has a great uh, mixtape collection. He has fantastic features. And nobody can beat this guy bar for bar. Lupe can beat him. <laughs> Lupe will give him a run for his money. Yeah, he can run for his money. He can't beat him. Now. Yeah. But yeah, man. Number five is Kendrick Lamar. Alright. He was on my list too. Glug, so. glug, 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 glug. That's fine. He was on my list. No, that's fine. Alright, you go now, Ruffy. Almost my turn? Yeah, it's your turn. Alright, this is an easy one. Alright. 
Michael Jackson. No, oh, okay. you son of a bitch! I had to, bro. <laughs> I had to get that out the way. Nah, good shit, good shit, good someone shit. else, no one took it. Good shit, but bro. um, but nah, uh, we had a whole album. I mean, a whole episode dedicated to this man. So I'm not gonna go too crazy into it. But obviously, um, all the way from the Jackson Five to you know his last album, like he his his track record is phenomenal. He was in the business for what 40 years. Yeah. This this dude's music is absolutely amazing. Um, off the wall. Thriller, as iconic as it is, bad. I mean, you really can't name too many bad Michael Jackson songs. He's probably the biggest musical artist of all time. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, it just, literally, Michael Jackson, it just speaks for itself. He's one of the greatest of all time, and he's one of my favorites of all time. His, like, I didn't really get introduced to a lot of American artists growing up in my house because mm. we're Dominican. Yeah. So I got introduced to, like, a lot of Spanish artists. So my dad had um, a movie. I threw it in, and it was it just happened to be Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, and I was absolutely amazed by it. So Michael Jackson, bro. I, I, I don't have much to say. Like I said, we had all episode um, pertaining to this. If you guys want to listen to it, head back to that episode. But yeah, Michael Jackson, dope. Gee, it's on you. Y'all ready? I'm not even ready for this. Man, yeah, if you don't this. fucking, throw I'm pretty ready. Ready. All right, y'all ready? Yeah. I'm gonna take y'all to um, Southgate, London. Oh. oh, I guess I'm not ready. I'm <laughs> not ready for this. Nah, go ahead. Yeah, Mary Poppins? Nah, nah, I ain't ready, bro. So, so what's his name? Gigits? Nah, nah, the London nah, dude? Nah, nah. Oh, okay. I'm talking about Amy Winehouse. Oh! I wasn't ready. <laughs> I wasn't Amy ready. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't ready for my list. Okay. I told you. I like this. Please continue. All right, Amy Winehouse, man. Platinum albums. Mm-hmm. Back to Black. Frank. Mm-hmm. Back to Black. Personally, Frank I, is my favorite album of the two. I just bought uh, Back to Black on vinyl. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. I'm fine. Who do you? Who for you? Thank you. Yo, nah. Anyway, nah. But anyway, um, man, um, Amy Winehouse, man, such a a beautiful gift to the world and such a travesty at the same time. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, one thing about Amy that really drew me to her was one, her selection of beats, because her selection of beats is phenomenal. Um, I uh, there's a song called "In My Bed" and the beat you hear just on so many so many rap tracks. I'm gonna have to play it for you because y'all not even gonna get it. Um, how like familiar this beat is, and she's actually singing on it. And the thing about Amy Winehouse, she has a fantastic voice. She was, um, she does, yeah. She was trained. Like honestly, you could think you would think she's black or something. You know what I mean? Like it's just what is she? She she's she, she's um she's from London. I think she's I think she's white. I think she's, yeah, she's white. Like yeah, like her her yeah her, what her dad was it taxi driver and her mom was a pharmacist. Yeah, but she grew up in London. Okay. Like, but um, I'm sorry. But she was yeah. just a soulful soul. Yeah, she's very, very soulful, and at the same time, she was brash. She was really in your face about her lyrics. She, she didn't cut any type of corners. Even with "Back on Black," right? The first track is "Rehab." You know, everybody knows we're yeah. trying to go to go to rehab. But the second, I love Valerie. Yeah, yeah, I love that song. Yeah, that's a good song. And the last track is um, "Addicted." So how you go from, you know, I I'm good. I don't need to go to rehab. And her last song is addicted, talking about buy, buying more drugs. And like, mm. if you smoke my drugs, then you need to call your man so we can buy more drugs. Like, it's the oxymoron. And that's what I really love about um about Amy Winehouse. Um, she has a song on Frank, bro. It's called um I heard love is blind, and like it's like it's crazy. If you ever been in love, don't don't listen to that song. It's it's just, it's just fast. don't listen to it. Yeah, because she talks about like. Um, she talks about doing a guy that looked just like some dude she used to go out with. Okay. And it's just like, you know, I was just lonely. You know, I needed some company. But if you, like, really love a shorty and she do that to you, you just feel that pain. It's, it's heartbreaking. I couldn't listen to that song for a while, bro. It's, it's, it's just really crazy. 
But um, all right, I'm gonna play this beat right here. This beat. Oh yeah, she's singing on it, bro. Oh wow, yeah, I definitely heard that. Yeah, like I go, I don't keep playing it, but um, yo, Amy Winehouse, that's my um, very good pick. I like that. Oh, and I want to get into like how crazy it was because like growing up, like you hear stuff about like addiction and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but like we were really young, so I didn't really grasp it. And I remember when she passed away. She passed away two days before my birthday, and my dad was mm-hmm. talking about it, and I was just like. That, that was kind of like my first experience with like um, alcohol dependence and drug addiction and stuff like that. But um, in me reading into it, I'm like, yo, she would she would show up too drunk to perform at her um, shows, like at clubs and TV heard, yeah. and stuff like that. Like, yeah, shit is crazy. But all in all, she had a beautiful voice, double platinum albums. You know, I haven't listened to to the post humorous stuff, but um, yo, Amy House, that's that's five. She's coming in at five. Very good pick. Dope. Kai, you're up again. By the way, are we doing it like? All around, or like being how Kai went first. Does Greg go twice, and I go, and then you go, and then I go? It don't even matter. Uh, I think we should just go keep going around like we were doing. Kai, you're up next. Yeah, then. All right, um, I'm gonna dedicate this one. To, coming in at my number four spot is Marshall Mathers, aka Damn. Eminem. You didn't have Eminem on. I had. It. I know you didn't. Oh uh, nah, I gotta, I gotta dedicate this one to. Wait, wait. Before you go on, do, 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 you heard what um Tyler said? Yeah, that he picked trash beats. How you feel about? Uh, I think he picks trash beats now. I'll I'll get into it. Yeah, right now, now. now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll get into it right now. Um, I gotta I gotta dedicate this one to Eminem just because I think his music probably the most got me through high school. Mm-hmm. I remember listening to his first three albums, um, the Slim Shady LP, the Marshall Mathers LP, and then the Eminem Show. I think those are three fantastic albums. They're three of my favorite albums of all time. Um, I also applauded the fact that I was like my my youngest you know hip hop memories you know being in elementary school dope does strive from Eminem. It was when he was just coming up in 99. Mm-hmm. Like, from 99 to, I want to say, 2003, Eminem ruled the world. He yeah. did, and a lot of people don't like to admit it because he's white, but Eminem ruled hip-hop. He was the biggest thing because, you know, he came in, he's this white boy with blonde with, with, uh, blonde hair and blue eyes, mm-hmm. He's and he's actually fucking rapping. Facts. That's and, some shady song when that, in that video. That yeah, like, he's, at, he's, mm-hmm. he's lyrically gifted, and... Another thing is he's very unapologetic. He's very brash. Mm-hmm. Um, in a lot of ways, you know, that form of hard, he introduced he put hardcore hip hop to a much much wider audience. Mm-hmm. You know, than because you know we did. Of course, we had hardcore hip hop. We had we have we have uh, groups like Wu Tang and Onyx, but they were still you know within a, a fit community. They didn't have that. Yeah. They didn't have the TRL audience. If you know, they, what I mean? they have that back in the yeah and. Be, because I listened to them because my dad was in the you know in the hip was in the hip hop and he played rap around me. Mm-hmm. But it was like when you got in the car, you didn't really hear those guys, especially like if you're listening to like you know regular radio. Yeah, or especially you, on TV also. Yeah, and the same thing with TV. It was like you get home and you turn on TRL and the real Slim Shady comes on. Like that was like that every was, day, every day. That so when it was time for you to get get the album, and then you also heard all this hardcore hardcore shit on it. You're like, ooh. And I think he did a great job at just making, you know, raw, rebellious music. You know, people say it was, you know, over, over, overly violent. But you know what? That's expression. You know what I mean? And I think, it's at least for me personally, Eminem showed that, you know, whenever you're expressing yourself, there's no reason that you should ever apologize. You mm-hmm. know, there are always going to be people. And I'm not saying, you know, put out hate speech. That's not what I'm saying. But when it comes to entertainment, there's so much shit out there that can just be perceived by one person one way and perceived by another person another way so for me like listening to this and i'm just like how raw it is i'm just like oh shit 
like this is this is this is great you know what i mean right. i didn't perceive it in the way that those and it still holds up you know those three albums i do hold close and i do think they're classics um and they hold up well until even in this super sensitive era I wouldn't blast them out of my car. You might get some looks at you. I wouldn't sing them at work. You might get fired. Mm-hmm. But, you know what I mean? Just listening to them to yourself, like, they do still hold up. The quality is, you know, unmatched at the time. And, you know, there's a reason why a lot of people consider him, you know, one of the greatest rappers of all time. You know what I mean? I don't like, I don't like where his career ended up. I don't like the trajectory it took. But at that certain point, period in his career, man. He still solidified himself. Yeah, he, he, solidified, he solidified himself as one of the best rappers. Also, like, 8 Mile's a great movie. Oh, that's a, that's I love, a I love it. Classic. Yeah. Hot raps, uh, it's a hot classic. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And for those that haven't listened, I will go back and listen to, um, Eminem's first LP before he got signed to Aftermath, which was Infinite. And this was before he kind of picked up that, like, that raw, gritty, like, fuck you style. Mm-hmm. And he was actually rapping, like, Nas and AZ. And AZ. Okay. That's also a dope project as well. But yeah, man, Eminem. Very good, nice. Good pick. <laughs> I, you know what I, what I always remember too about Eminem? Um, the, his VMA, VMA performance, um, where he's walking in, and he with, brings out all the slim yes, shades. That shit is super iconic. That shit is iconic. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, the next one on my list is another um, gentleman we had had a whole episode about, Kanye West. You son of a bitch. Well, I mean, Damn. this is that oh, was an easy one. Y'all, oh, yeah. y'all knew I was gonna pick these I two. Like, my list. You didn't? No. Oh, shame I yourself. Didn't. But yeah, um, just like just so you guys get an understanding, I was able to at one point recite all his lyrics from. Kyle's dropout all the way to graduation, like all of his songs. I remember. So that should get you, that should give you some type of um, inside look as how much of a Kanye fan I actually was and still am to an extent. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, listen, like I said, we had a whole episode on Kanye West, especially his first three albums. Um, huge impact on my high school life, and just just. It's fucking great. I mean, we talk about Kanye almost every episode. Honestly, mm-hmm. he's somehow he's the, he's the fucking he, man. He's That's brought up on almost every episode. He's the fucking man. So yeah, easy pick for me, Kanye to the. Yes, sir. And late, late registration, one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah. It might it might be it might be number two, honestly. I was listening to it like last week and I'm just like, God damn, I love this it's album. It's a great album, bro. I love this album so yeah. much. You know what's great too? Even like on a long car, like I I, I was um I was on a I was driving a six flag with some like some of my friends, whatever. Mm-hmm. I listen to Kanye all the time. But I guess other like obviously other people don't as much as I do. I do yeah. all founds that all falls down and everybody just stops talking and just like oh yeah, it's great. it all falls down yeah, like everybody just starts yeah. rapping. That was my lyrics. favorite song. When that's it's a great song. Touch the sky, all that the stuff. Twenty five thousand. Hell yeah. But yeah, no Kanye West, absolutely. G, you're up next, sir. All right, y'all not ready for this one either. Go ahead. All right, I'm gonna take y'all to another. To another city. Take it's it. USA though. Take it there, bro. Take it. All right, you can't spell Detroit without Dilla. Talking J. Dilla. Jay Dilla. Okay. Yeah. I'm not ready for this. <laughs> J. Fucking Dilla, man. Um, how I even got put on J. Dilla? I remember I was watching Adult Swim, and um, Adult Swim always releases like a lot of collaborate um collaboration albums and stuff like that with, with a lot of low key underground artists. Yeah. And it was a song called um Take It Back by Dilla, and it was just like you know, Dilla has like the hazy sounds, but his drums just beat bro like like nobody drums bang like Dilla's drums it's just crazy and um he just had his um you know little his, his little lofty lyrics every now and then like that's his style to come in and out you know with his lyrics saying some fly shit you know some fly Detroit shit but um yo Jay Dilla that's my man I remember Pharrell on um 106 in Park Pharrell came on and somebody asked him like yo who's your favorite producer he was like Jay Dilla 
And he was like, I bet none of y'all know him, though. And like, this, nobody in the crowd knew that. <laughs> it was like, it was, it was just done. But, um, man, and one thing about Jay Dilla, I, like, his whole personality, he was a cool, laid-back kind of person. Like, he was braggadocious in his raps, but, like, as a, like, to press and to fans and everything, like, he was just a cool, calm, and collected dude. So he would let his music do the talking or his fan base do the talking for him. Um, but, um... You know, and I, I think that's a smooth, you know, that describes a smooth criminal, you feel me? Dope. It's just what it is. Um, my man knew how to play the cello, keyboard, trumpet, and the drums. Triple threat. Crazy. It's pretty cool. Um, I remember when um learning, like, like he has lupus, and my mom has lupus, and lupus is an autoimmune disease. Basically, your body is fighting against you. Your body thinks you're sick when you're not. So, mm-hmm. like, your immune response is constantly, constantly working with something. When your immune response is constantly going, that's basically just, like, your body just deteriorates. Just mm-hmm. like your body ages faster than what it's supposed to do. So, having this condition, he still did his walk tours. Even though he had to pull up in a wheelchair, like he still did it. Like fans still came out and supported, and um, you know, rest in peace, Della. But um, yo, this is my man. Um, if y'all never even heard of um, if y'all never even heard a Della album, you should just start at his first album. Um, Welcome to Detroit. That shit slaps from the first from the from the first two songs. It's just like yo. How is this? I'm when I first heard this, I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Sound like uh, Kevin Hart. <laughs> like, just oh my god, because Dilla, yo, Dilla just has a style of his own, and that's and with all these artists I'm about to introduce, I think that's why I gravitate towards them because they all do have a style of their own. They're pioneers in what they do, and um, let me just list a few people that Dilla's just um produced for: Farside, Tribe Called Quest, Busta Rhymes, De La Soul, Most Def, Slum Village, Janet Jackson. Um, Funkmaster Flex, I, I ain't even hear that. Heavy D, um, Fife Dogs, we just said that. The Roots, um, Common, D'Angelo produced the whole Voodoo album, I think, man. No, no, he only did one song on the Voodoo album. I'm capping. Um, Frank and Dank, but the list goes on. Um, rest in peace, Jay Dilla. Nice. Detroit's very own. Dope. Kai. Up next, sir. All right, well, you took my um, Chicago-based artist, so I'm going to replace him with another Chicago-based artist. I wonder who this is. Um, my um, bo- um my boy, Lupe, motherfucking okay. fiasco. Mm. See, I was going to pick him, but like, this nigga track record so far is fucking me up. Nah, <laughs> but you know what? I, I, I gauge my, my artist by the, the number of influence, by the number of albums that have influenced me. Okay. And for him, he's got two on there and one, a third one that's slowly inching its way in there. You, you ever listened to any of his mixtapes? I haven't. See, I I grew up with mixtape Lupe, like yeah, I know you, Jedi you mind all, tricks. Yeah, son, you always yo. told me <laughs> Lupe's the man. But um, one of the reasons I uh, Lupe has to has to be on this list for me is just because if I were to be a rapper, Lupe is the kind of rapper that I would be. Okay, you know what I mean? Like the rapper that is able to come out and just be like, yo, nah, I like watching cartoons. Like my favorite song, one of my favorite songs in his Gold Gold Watch when he's just talking about all his favorite things, mm-hmm. and he's like, yo, like I love Street Fighter two. I just really hate Zangief. Uh, yeah, only I... Ken and Ryu I find it hard to be blanket like the fact that he's sitting there and he's talking about Street Fighter on a fucking rap album mm-hmm. you know what I mean and like he and once again you know he's unapolog- unapologetic and he's honest in his music and you know he's very multifaceted you know there's songs where he, he talks about uh, gun violence there's songs where he's talking about love like Paris Tokyo there's songs where he's just talking about like the nice things in life like high definition mm-hmm. um, and then with you know Lupe Fiasco's Food and Liquor like that album is just a storybook like, if you listen to it from front, it's literally like watching an episode of Black Mirror. Like, every song is telling a different story. Yeah. 
and, and, and it's fantastic. And then he builds upon that in the cool way. He builds on this narrative from one track and he stretches it across an entire album. And it gets dark mm-hmm. because he was in a dark time in his life. But at the same time, you know, he does show glimmers of hope within the album. And and one of the saddest parts for me about Lupe was that we never got to see the the formal closing out of that, which was going to be... That trilogy. Trilogy, yeah. which was going to be Lupin, which was going to be the three-disc, you know, final album from him. But you know what? Like, just for what he was able to do at that time. And, yo, in my opinion, at that time, there was two coolest rappers out was him and Kanye West. Mm-hmm. When it came to when it came to bars, neck and neck. That's yeah. how I felt. Yeah, they, they were literally along, and that's Touch why the they, fucking sky. Yeah, and and that's why they were so I'm trying to start lying like a mum bar. Exactly, like Lupe still like Lupin the third. Like oh man, like the way that they and that's why they were so close knit together. I mean, like they mm-hmm. both had the fashion thing down. Yo, Lupe was used to get fly, yeah, bro. Yeah, he was a big Converse dude. Yeah, but like when he used to rock the suits and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he, was, he was fly. He was also on the SBs. Yeah, I think he I think he was on GQ magazine. Oh. You, you you fucking with lasers. I do not like lasers. I do like, but you know what? I like this. I like I'm beaming. I thought I'm. I thought I'm beaming. Yeah, beaming was the best song on there. That was dope. Um, I did, I even like the show goes on. He ain't like that shit. Yeah, whatever. But you know, like, uh, what about Fool Looking Two? The Great American Rapper. But you know what? I do think Freedom Ain't Free is a dope song though. Yes, I know he. Yes, had, I know yes, he. Yes, had, I know yes. he has beef with, with Pete Rock, but I do think that's a dope single. Why he got beef with Pete Rock? Because that's a Troy. That's a Troy beat. That's oh, the Troy so sample. Rock, what, he ain't approved or something. Like nah, that? he he wasn't fuck with that, bro. So why was it approved then? Because he didn't. He doesn't own it. He oh, sampled it. He, you, anyone can sample that record. You just gotta pay. So he didn't respect the fact oh, that he, he just paid another rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah use that, yeah. use that beat because it was so personal to him. But yeah, man, I, I gotta throw Lupe on him because he one, he's the rapper that I'd be, and two, like he's definitely on the list of rappers like I want to meet and just chill with. Mm-hmm. Well, what's the third album that's slowly sinking into? Uh, Tattoo on Youth. Okay, yeah. I yeah, love yeah. I love Mural. I think Mural is one of the best rap songs ever. Mural's fire. And one of the dope, dopest intros. Dots and Lines. Dots, is fire. Dots and Lines is, is lit. Uh, Deliver. Deliver. Uh, the Admiration of Magi. Mm-hmm. I, that album's You just a uh, baby. Uh, and then he's uh, giving references to the, all the uh, all the artists with, uh, with babies on the rap covers. Yeah, yeah. That shit is fire, bro. Yeah, man. So coming in at my number three spot is Lupe Fiasco. Nice. All right, next one for me. It's another uh, another obvious one. Okay, let's get it. Uh, Frank Ocean. Now, a lot of people attribute uh, when they think of Frank Ocean, they think of that album Channel Orange, and he actually has a lot of work that's not Channel Orange. Of course, he has Blonde, but I'm talking about like Nostalgia Ultra and the Lenny Bro uh, collection. And the Lenny Bro collection is about sixty songs. It's basically just one long ass mixtape of songs that he just recorded and never did anything with. Um. A lot of dope songs in that um, mixtape. If you guys uh, want to look it up, I think it's on datpiff.com. That's how I got it. Okay. Remember Dat Piff? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I still have my Dat Piff hat right here. I got all my Dat Piff um, shits on my phone. I haven't been there. In a, I've been on the website in a while, but yeah, I think you get it off there. But yeah, my favorite Frank Ocean um, album, I guess it's a mixtape, but it's also an album <laughs> as well. Is Nostalgia Ultra Collection? I mean, Nostalgia Ultra. I like that album cover. Oh, the car? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's dope. But yeah, no. Uh, nostalgia. My favorite Frank Ocean song is Songs for Women. Uh, okay. But then you got classics like Novocaine, which put him on the map. And it really just shows how much of an excellent songwriter this guy is. I mean, if you get to write for Beyonce and Justin Bieber, like ghostwrite for those like people. Yeah, you, 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 you're You're top-tier. doing something right. Yeah. And he's an excellent songwriter. And he has songs for days. Um, he's obviously one of the best crooners I don't want to say singer he just croons most of the time but I think he's just one of the best like vocalists in all of uh, the music industry today and another thing too 
he was actually the first concert that I ever paid my own money to go to. Oh. So I'm a few, huge Frank Ocean which fan. Con- which one? Was, oh, Frank Ocean. Yeah, I'm a huge Frank Ocean fan. He was, he was the first concert I've ever been I to. I remember you said you was going to that concert. Yes, sir. Yeah, 2012. That. What yeah, a great summer. But yeah, man. Frank Ocean. That was just Summer Ultra. Ultra. And something, summer of Love. That was your Summer of Love? I don't know about that. It's okay if it was your Summer of Love. It wasn't. It oh, wasn't. Okay. It wasn't. But, uh, we all have a Summer of Love. But nah, Frank Ocean, dope artist. Can't wait for the next album, sir. Nah, I bet. Get it, Frankie. My man, you next. All right, I'm, I'm gonna take you out to Long Island. You know, I'm talking about the supervillain, Metal mm. Fingers, Victor Vaughn, oh. King Ghidra, Metal Face, oh. old caps when you say the man name. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> MF Doom, man, oh. uh, man, let's get it. Um, MF Doom is definitely a rapper that definitely brought me into rap. Um, what can I say? His um, his unorthodox flow was definitely something I really stuck out to. His no hook, um, barely has any hooks in his songs. It's just straight raps and. You don't notice it when he raps that, okay, it's just straight verses because it's just so amazing. I don't know. What, what can I tell you? But um, um, MF Doom, man, this dude. And one thing I, I like about artists are their backstories. My man went from being homeless to being on top of the world. This shit is really crazy. Um, and him being homeless at one of his tours, he was definitely giving out hot plates for all the dudes. Um, you know, come see the show. Come mm-hmm. get this hot plate. Back to I, I guess. Come get this hot plate. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> you know, homelessness is, is, is fucked up. But um, man, um, you know him working with um, with Mad Lib with um Mad Villainy definitely one of the biggest underground albums to ever come out. You know, being on the Boondocks with Raid um definitely has metaphor in it, um on, on that track and whatnot. But um, yo, yo, MF Doom. Everybody, even a lot of people's rappers, their famous rappers always gonna be MF Doom. Like people say that all the time. Mm-hmm. Like um, man, it's 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 just really crazy. Um, Operation Doomsday. When I first heard this shit, this, this shit is crazy. This shit is crazy. Like like how the Wu Tang Clan, you know, they had their Shaolin. They always had their um old school martial arts um theme in there. You know, with the cuts, right? Yeah. Doom always had that that um Doctor Doom. He always had his Doctor Doom cuts. Yeah. In there, which it was just like. You know, like how Kendrick Lamar, you know, with his album, he's he's Kung Fu Kenny. That no, no, no. More like I, I shouldn't have compared it to Kendrick Lamar, but more like the Wu Tang Clan, where it's just like it's it's just another dimension of the music. You oh, know okay, what I'm okay, okay, You know, it's it's basically like you know how like talk shows back no um, radio shows back in the day. Yeah, like kind, kind like, of like that, like kind like of. what uh, Ghostface does on Supreme Clientele. Exactly, exactly. Gotcha. And my man dances, yo. My man dances and his flow is just really up and down. And one thing about Doom, he's he's like throughout his career, he's always shouted out everybody he's worked with and stuff like that. And it's just like even through his shout outs, you kind of just like think like, oh, I know these niggas too. And a lot of niggas don't really know these niggas. But, yeah, you know, it's, it's it's whatever case may be. Um, he has mm, food, which he has Concarne. That's basically an ode to his brother. Um, when his brother DJ Subrock, um, somebody that did pass away. But um, yo, it's just MF Doom. I, I I wish I could just. I can't tell y'all like how amazing my man is. Like, right. it's just just straight bars. Like every track is straight bars. Like from fucking rhinestone cowboy to fucking whole cakes. Like in whole cakes, he's he's rapping. He's telling them, yo yo. I used to be the dude to go to um, All Star Weekend, right? Have a bunch of hoes with him. Have him go trick some ball players. Go into their rooms, jack all their shit, and come <laughs> out, bro. Like, yo, my man is, is is really up there. He say the tricks of the trade. He even say, um, 
go to Soul Block B in Brooklyn, and you're going to see my name right there. Like, yo, man, it's, it's, it's just a fucking New York legend. Right. And, you know, that's what I love about him. He always shouts out the, the big New York streets and stuff like that. My man, Best Rolla Optimo, you know, them old school blunts, you know, you know y'all, y'all youngers don't know about that. But, um, yo, <laughs> MF Doom, check him. What part of LA is he from? Um, I think like Hempstead or some shit like yeah, that. Is he? Yeah, is he? Wow. He 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 was he was um he was born in London though, and their family moved over here. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Nice. Kai, it's me. You're number four slot. All right. Uh, well, it's number two slot. But I'm actually. Yeah, I got you. I'm just gonna say my number one first because I had to switch them anyway because I need to think of someone else. Um, coming in at my number one spot is going to be none other. Jay Z, Sean Carter, J Hove, mm. you know what I mean, Hovey baby. Uh, Hovey baby. At the end of the day, I don't think anyone in this room is gonna disagree with me if I say Jay Z is the best rapper of all time. Undisputed. Greatest rap, uh, greatest rapper of all time. Undisputed. If this was basketball, he'd be Michael Jordan. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, you know what? What I have to say with the cold comparisons with people like Oh Tupac and Biggie and stuff like that. One thing, Jay. At certain points in DMX, at certain points they did outweigh him, you know. Yeah, in yeah, points yeah. Of the career, but this is the man built on, Lin- on, on longevity. longevity. I, yeah, yeah. Like, it's kind of hard to argue that. He, he has a he has a legacy that ex- that extends. You know, we're going into three decades. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like once after, if he does drop an album after twenty twenty, he mm-hmm. he'll be one of the longest active rappers of all time. Right. Um, and he's also just the largest rapper. You mean like you talk about consistency? This is a guy that you know dropped an album every year. For the first, I want to say what ten, like nine years of his career or something like that. Oh, like from shit. from ninety, my math is all fucked up. But from ninety six to two thousand three, he dropped an album yeah. every single yeah. year. Um, all we, number one, all number ones. Um, and we saw all them was number one, for the exception of Reasonable Doubt. It became number one when it was re released. Can um, come was number one. Can I come was number one, that's, bro. That's people, a cat. people were waiting for that album to drop. They hadn't heard Jay in three years. Shitty ass album. Whatever. Hey, that's not, that one's not that bad. I, I actually like. I like that album. Yeah. I know, I know. There's some good songs on there. Yeah, but um, Shitty J, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. I get that. But yeah, man, from wait, reason- wait, wait. Magna Carta, Kingdom Come. Mm, Kingdom Magna Come. Carta, Kingdom Come, really? Kingdom Come, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm not. A, I gotta I'm, look at the tracklist. I'm not a big fan of Magna Carta, but regardless, from uh, I remember I was introduced to him, like I said, like in the late '90s, you know, like. I remember hearing Hard Knock Life for the first time, like him chilling out on the stoop, bobbing with the kids. And then mm-hmm. I remember um, when H to the Izzo dropped and how big that album H was. Izzo, and he's at the parade. Like, these that songs is. these songs basically forged my childhood. Just beat the case. Exactly. Yeah, he just, yeah, just beat the case. And then, you know, when um, the Black Album came out, like me not even comprehending, like, yo, this is Jay-Z's last album. And then actually, I know I, I just I always knew it wasn't real. Yeah, like and it felt, but it, like it felt, it like, felt real because the push real. for it was just yeah. like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, concert, we're never gonna, is, yeah, we're never gonna get this artist again. Yeah. And then I remember like going back and listening to Reasonable Doubt, and like I was expecting not to like Reasonable Doubt. I'm like, okay, yeah. it's gonna be his first album. Uh, it's probably gonna be weak in places, you know. Um, That's my favorite album. And then I put I put the first track on and Can't Knock the Hustle was my favorite Jay Z track of all time. Right. And then the next song comes on, uh, Politics as Usual. And then the next, and then Dead Presidents comes on. And then Feeling It comes my on. My family, I'll be back soon. Yeah. It's November. And then and then Bring It On comes soon and yeah, Cashmere Thoughts yeah. and then Regrets. And then I'm like, holy Yo, shit. Yo, Regrets is fire. Oh my God. Like, Bro, that album is it's the perfect is, yeah, rap album. I, it, it is the perfect it's rap album. Place. But he gave us almost he gave us like three or four of those over the over the course of his career. He mm-hmm. gave us that. He gave us Hard, Hard Night Life Volume Two, which I fucking love. Um, with um Ride or Die on it. Um, I'm like it's like that. 
Um, drugs and girls. Yeah, that shit. Oh, uh, I want. He gave, what's the one with Kid Capri? That's that's, that's like, it. And then yeah. he got another one because I'm here. like that, yo. Um, and then he gave, of course, he gave us the blueprint. He gave us. Mm-hmm. I like th- I like the blueprint uh, three in in I do too in, in 2009 mm-hmm. when he dropped that when we, we were in what like 10th grade. So ambitious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. Like that was my shit. Like he's. You know, to even giving us, you know, watch the throne with with Kanye. I mean, like this guy's reign has really been unstoppable, yeah, and it's like even when his American albums aren't gangster, American gangster. Even when his albums aren't dropping, he's always remained present and, and relevant within hip hop. You know, like in, even in his verses and you know what he does socially and in the spotlight. You know, just marrying Beyonce, like marrying Beyonce, and having one of the most powerful black families in the world. You know, it's it's huge, and now you know evolving to becoming hip hop's first billionaire. Mm-hmm. Like it. The, the sky's the limit. He really proved that the sky's the limit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. And there's not much that you can't. And he's and look at all the bullshit he's overcoming. You know, he yo he got over the people were saying he wasn't shit multiple times for a multitude of reasons. And he always came back. He's like yo, I'm gonna let the music speak for itself. That is, like, the whole scandal with Beyonce. He gave us four four four. Not justifying what he did, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Sometimes we got we got we got a fire. We, so some people say we got two firearms out there. We got lemonade and four four four. We did so. Yeah, man, Jay Z. Jay, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, my, my three favorite Jay checks is Lucky Me, okay, This Life Forever, and um, Girls 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 Part Two. I like Girls 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 Part Two. You know, you know, um, Michael Jackson was supposed to be on that, right? What? No, I think he is on it. I think he has a uncredited vocals on it. What? Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson's on Girls 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 Part Two. Let's get it, Mike. Yeah, as far as I can't really nail down, probably Can't Knock the Hustle definitely on there for me. You know what's an underrated J track? Beach Chair. On Kingdom Come, it's the last track on Kingdom Come. Beach Chair yeah, is my shit. Too. Listen to that with uh, with Chris Martin. Okay. Um, and then just throwing another one out. Oh, that's the track Kanye's talking about. Exactly. And Big Brother. Yeah. Um, and then another J track that I really fuck with. Um, Allure. Allure's fire. Allure's fire. Damn, I had it. You fucked me up. I'm oh, sorry. Um, I love Ride or Die. Okay. On, on um on hard knock life right. I also fuck with the 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 come of age, but both the original. Oh yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. could do this all day, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we gotta do it. Jay, we gotta do it. Oh, we have to do it. Have we not? No, oh, we haven't. We done. have to, bro. We, we haven't done a Jay. What's his birthday? Yes, December fourth. Dece- oh, it's December. It's late. You could tell he's not a real Jay fan because you would know that. You would know that. It's on the album. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. That's a national fucking holiday. It should be. All right. He, no, he's gonna have his own national holiday when it's all said done. Jay Z. He just gotta build like four or five schools. Yeah. In a hospital. Yeah. And knock on wood, die uncertainly. Uncertain. Oh, not, yeah. <sighs> no, that's how he, no, that's how he gets the, that's how he gets the holiday quicker. We don't want that. No, we don't want that, but that's how he gets it. Uh, Anyways. Yo, right, Rafi, take it, please. Next one. I'm kind of mad we haven't. Honestly, skip him for the next one. each other off. Wow, that's You mentioned, you mentioned like four dead niggas. <laughs> Yo, my next one. That's like a puppy crying, bro. You heard that? <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways, nah, my next person is dead too. That's crazy. I know you. You listen. You making me sad. All this morbidity. Right, dead nigga. Morbidity. I like that use of vocabulary, sir. Thank you. R.I.P. All my real ones. Next on my list. A very eclectic list. I don't know about you guys. Not as eclectic as me. Not Malik just has one genre of music. So line B. That, 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 that's what I wanted. I wanted Malik to just stick on rap, so everything would be you know nice and spread out. Yeah. I can get into my other bag. Yeah, we can, I'm but we're not we're not doing that today. We're doing it tomorrow. Thank you. Because you're going to say Bruno Mars. Yo, you about to say Bruno? <laughs> oh, what, did you read what I had? No, I haven't. Uh, no, my, yeah, but you do my love thing, Bruno. My thing is, my Fuck! Thing, my thing is blank. <laughs> God. So 
why that's why he's my boy though, bro. That's how he knows. He actually's right. Because he be riding in the car with you, that's why. No, nah, I, I just knew. No, nah, but I listen to Bruno a lot. Anyways, yeah. yes. The I next one, I would never know that. The fourth person on my list is Bruno Mars. Okay. Huge Bruno Mars fan. Big hit maker. He yo. He and honestly, no if you if you haven't I don't know how you have it, but if you don't pay attention to Bruno Mars a lot, like I'm gonna list off some songs for you he guys. He got a lot of coke. I don't know about that. He did do a lot of coke. <laughs> he probably did. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. Point being is that he this boy got hits. Mm-hmm. He only has three albums, but he has like a mm-hmm. ridiculous amount of singles, bro. Just of his first album alone, he's got "Grenade," "Just the Way You Are," um, uh, um, "Marry You." I don't know if you guys ever heard that song before. "Runaway Baby." He performed already on the Super Bowl twice. It's fucking gangster. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, that was a duops and hooligans. His second album, "Unorthodox Jukebox," another I great about album. To say some, something else. Unorthodox jukebox? What do you think? I thought you were going to say unorthodox jukebox. Like, what kind of song is that? Anyways, moving on. Just <laughs> yeah, like a religious theme. The song that Treasure. Is. And that actually, when I heard Treasure, I'm like, I, right, I'm definitely like a fan of this guy now. Okay. Mm. Because first, the, have you ever seen the music video? It's got like a Michael Jackson vibe because it's shot in a different um, aspect ratio? quality. Okay. And aspect ratio as well. So it just has a very grainy look to it. So can, you, it, can you sing a little bit for us? I will not sing a little bit for you guys. My Thank voice you. is a little raspy. Had I been uh, <laughs> had I been ready for this, I would have sang for y'all. Next time, guys. But yeah, no, I, I love that song a lot. Um, Natalie is a, is a really good song. Locked Out of Heaven, which is one everyone knows. I and now the song. last one, everyone, um, that just came out, 24 Karat Magic, we actually came out in 2016, which doesn't... It feels like it came out the other day. It does. But um, this 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 album won album of the year at the Grammys. Not only did it win that, it won record of the year for Twenty Four Karat Magic, the uh, title track of the song, mm-hmm. and uh, what was the other third major award he won for that? Oh, and it was uh, album of the year. Oh man, what was it again? <laughs> ah, whatever. He he won a couple of Grammys for this um for this album. So point being is like Bruno Mars. Not only is he um, well decorated as far as like awards are concerned. But the dude's songs are just amazing. He actually is a really good songwriter. He does all all of his songs on his own. He's very talented himself. He play he can play the piano. He can play the guitar. He can do the drums. Dude is super talented. Uh, can sing. Can dance. And is another concert that I have been to. I don't go to a lot as as concerts as much as you do, G, or even you, Kai. But but when you go, it means something. It means it does mean something. So I've been to a Bruno Mars concert. Put on no, a great show. He put on a fantastic show, bro. Fantastic show. And have you ever seen, like, I, I personally, to me, as far as, as long as I've been alive, I think his performance on the Super Bowl has been the best one okay. I've seen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, I, I'm just a big fan of Bruno Mars, and everyone has heard of Bruno Mars. Of course. So. Household name. Absolutely. So, Bruno Mars, fourth on my list. Bruno. G, my man. Get it. You're next, sir. All right, man. We going to D.C. with this one. Oh, we know it's coming. I'm not gonna say no. <laughs> kind of. You know, I know too, of what? course. What? You were going to say it? No, no, no. The Prince of Soul? No, I was gonna say the Prince of Soul. The Prince of Motown? <laughs> Who are you talking about? Talking about Marvin Gaye. Hey. Oh, you hey. didn't even know. Hey. You didn't even know. I thought you were going somewhere else hey. with that. He's going, you uh, thought you were saying Wale. Of course. Yeah, I thought you were going to go Wale. You thought, you thought. I mean. Once he said Motown, I was like, oh, okay. Motown. Once you said Motown, it threw me off. I was like, oh, drop, drop them inner city blues. Let's get it. I like that. But I'm um, yo, Marvin Gaye, man. What can I say? And for everybody that's wearing all those Marvin Gaye Supreme t-shirts, if you never listen to what's going on, you need to burn your T-shirt. Yeah, you bugging. Yeah, you you really out here bugging. You culture vultures, man. Oh, just just listen to the album. The, what's going on is a masterpiece. Yeah, 
And w- w- the one thing about what's going on is so pivotal, especially in Marvin's career, because before he didn't really have a successful career before um what's going on before the, the album came out. And the album wasn't even about to be released. Betty Gord um Barry, Barry Gordy, Gordy, right? Yeah, Barry Gordy was gonna stop it because he didn't understand like what the fuck are you talking about? Because within the album, you know, he shares his ideas, spiritual beliefs. He talks about the Korean War, discrimination, drug abuse, political um, corruption. And this is the first time in, like, Motown or black music where somebody's ideals and mindset is being pressed, you mm-hmm. know, to the forefront. And when the album came out, it had so much commercial success. After that, you know, Barry was like, Yo, Marvin, do whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Feel me? And I this, bet. And this opened up, the, this opened up um, the shackles on other Motown artists where they were actually allowed to do the music that they wanted to do except for performing to the norm mm-hmm. which is really great you know my man marvin gay trouble is extraordinaire um and even marvin gay just moving from album to album where you have um like you said um what's going on where he actually shares you know kind of like what kind of man he is you know that's how i look at it sad tomorrows is my favorite marvin gay song that's one of the bonus tracks on there um it's just, it just touches my heart mm-hmm. you, know? you don't know what it means to want and chase after a female until you listen to i want you that's a fact Cause I want you to want me to. I want yo. I want you is it's just an amazing out like yo. But anyway, but okay. So how he goes from um, what's going on? Then my man takes it super jazzy to Trouble Man, where most of Trouble Man is just really jazz instrumentals. Like, and he still is successful there. He still has top. He still has tops and singles out of that album. And then he goes to Let's Get It On, one of the most sexual albums in history. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like we're not gonna cap. Like, you know, when's once again? No, that's how probably a lot of us was made. You know, <laughs> never know. I wasn't trying to think of that, but yes, you're right. It's life. <laughs> do what you gotta do. Um, and then here, my dear. The story behind him, my dear, when I first heard this, I, I, I heard the story before I heard the album. And basically, he he was on um, divorcing um, Anna Gordy, um, Barry Gordy's sister. Um, so, yeah, exactly, his sister. And in the process with the divorce settlement, basically, he had to pay royalty. So, you know, the, the judge was like, make another album. And, you know, that, that was one of the consequences. So he, he made Here My Dear. Here My Dear basically describes all the turmoil, all the bullshit that his wife put him through. To end where I'm falling in love again with a whole new woman. So like it was like yeah you know you're gonna take this. It was a very successful album, but it was a slap in the face, and she wanted she wanted to sue him for um defamation defamation of character exactly and personal information and stuff like that. But yo, if you ever hear here, my dear yo, this Anna Gordy was a, was a bitch. Rest in peace, Anna. Let's <laughs> <laughs> okay. her a bitch. Rest in peace. But you know, but rolling a grave. Yo, Marvin, Call me and, and and then I want you like I want you. Even the album artwork is just such a, um, such a such a piece, just a famous piece of work, man. I even have a couple of friends who moms have the um actual portrait, you mm-hmm. know, everybody dancing. That yeah. was the Camp Low um Camp album Low, cover Saturday too. Night, so, you know, yeah, such a lot. But yo, Marvin Gaye, the Prince of Motown, R.I.P. Man, and even you know, like you said, you know, um, everybody has problems, and even. I didn't really understand that Marvin Gaye was really going on to it because you know how you hear, okay, his dad shot him. Yeah. But like, oh, even, yo, Marvin Gaye fled the U.S. because of the tax evasion. He said, fuck the IRS. I, I didn't know that. to Europe. Yeah, it was wilding. But then when he went to Europe, even though, you know, Marvin Gaye was always into drugs, you know, heavy, but like he, it kind of like spiraled over there and he came back home and he began into a lot of fights with his dad. And then I heard that's when the escalation happened and his you know, dad shot him. That shit crazy. And he, he said, Reverend. No, it's not crazy. No, that's pretty crazy. But um, yo, Marvin Gaye. What's going on? Please, yo, as a black man, if you have not listened to that album, I'm gonna have to pull your car. 
All right, Kai. Last but not well, not last but not least, but get uh, to your last artist, sir. Can I make this a group? Or is that or yeah, yeah? Because yeah. oh, you're last, making me nervous. My last is a group, but it depends. Okay. It can't be uh, no super duper. No, group. it's not a super duper group. Like it's like just, an outcast kind of. It's an outcast. Okay. It's an outcast. Okay. I gotta say, at my number two spot is coming in is outcast. Oh, uh, big boy and on big big boy and Andre three thousand. Back in the day, was known as Andre Benjamin. For those that didn't mm. know, um, these two I think go down as hip hop's greatest duo. Um, everyone always talks about you know Andre three thousand. I don't think people that you know talk about Andre three thousand and, and ride him as much as they do really know like Outkast is the group man. Because like I really think that he's like taking on a life of his own. Yeah, because yo, big boy is big boy gets busy. Indeed, like a lot of people, a lot of people don't understand. Like if you go back and you listen to those cast albums, uh, big boy is doing a lot of the heavy list, a lot of the heavy lifting. He's the one dominating a lot of those verses. And and what I mean is like he'll have two, he'll have two verses, and Andre will have one. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is just another another uh, act with just a phenomenal track record from. Uh, Southern playlist to Cadillac Music to AT Aliens to Stankonia to Equemini. Every single album that they have can be considered a classic in its own right. You know what I mean? And every single album, no two albums sound the same. They, they stepped it up from every single album. You know, the first album was very, you know, commercialized because, you know, that's what, you know, um, LaFace Records thought that they wanted from uh, Southern Southern, Southern Playlist? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then once... That album did successful, and they got some more freedom on AT Aliens. They really got experimental. They started using the extraterrestrial sounds mm-hmm. and, and uh, all the sci-fi sound effects and shit like that. And they took it to another level, and they gave us tracks like Elevators and Jazabelle. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite tracks, um, Decatur Psalm and um, and Babylon, okay, which are phenomenal. Oh, and also Wheels of Steel. Wheel- mm-hmm. If you have not listened to Wheels of Steel... And the way that Big Boy and Andre go back and forth over that beat, I'm have to, I'm and they, sw- and they sw- switch verses, their chemistry is cannot be touched. AT Aliens was was the I second haven't listened one. to I haven't listened to that one. You have it? I thought you bought it. Nah, nah. Oh, yeah, nah, well, no, no, uh, 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 a right? No, AT Aliens is the one when they're on the the cartoon. Yeah, I know. I haven't had them, but Equimini is the one I brought. Oh, okay, you bought Equimini. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Equimini, I thought Equimini heavy. Not only the, the title Park track, Stadium. the title track has one of Andre's best Rosie. verses. Rosa Parks. I Rosa Parks. Um, oh, Rosa Parks. Yes. I love that song. Rosa the Art of Storytelling. The Art of Storytelling, of course. Um, what, why am I blanking on the song right now? I'm getting tight. It's the second to last. They're singing the entire time. And every, uh, they're all singing on it. Erica Badu's on it. I'm getting, I'm getting tight that I'm, that I'm drawing a blank. Liberation? Liberation. Yes. Liberation is a beautiful eight-minute just masterpiece. It goes from mm-hmm. singing to poetry seamlessly chunky fire as the outro is fantastic and then we get into stankonia where they really became international superstars because they were very still like up until 99 2000 they were still very much like only within hip-hop and then they gave us bombs over baghdad they dropped that shit that they knew that was going to make the world go crazy and then they gave us miss jackson Mm. and then they gave us um where am i drawing uh I said Mrs. Jackson was the yeah. other one. Oh, uh, so fresh, so, no, so fresh, so clean. Oh. Like they gave us those tracks. Yeah, and then when when we didn't think that they could take it any further, when they did all that they could within hip hop, they expanded with uh, the Love Below Speaker Box, their biggest album, their biggest album, one album of the year, only the second album, only the second hip hop album to do so after uh, Lauren Hill's um, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill, mm. you know, who actually took them on tour worldwide back in 99 if i'm not mm-hmm. mistaken uh 
This gives us Andre. This is the introduction to Andre 3000 that gave us songs like Hey Ya uh, and Prototype and songs that we love. Personally, I like Speaker Box better. I think that's the better. Al- I think Big Boy had the better album just because mm-hmm. it was strict hip hop. He stuck with he stuck within his wheelhouse. He knew what he, was, mm-hmm. he knew what he was doing. Whereas uh, Andre was going out there and he was being more experimental. He was singing. He was going for a more R and B sound. Okay. But this is still such a cohesive, great, fantastic project. These right. guys never lost. Never never lost when it came to the quality of their music. And then on top of that, you know, everyone says, you know, where's the Outcast album? I still want an Outcast album. I'm still holding out for an Outcast album. But you know what? If they never give us an outcast album, you know why I'm okay with it? Because they uh-huh. left out on top. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And also, I like that movie out of while. That movie I think was that was a, I thought that was a dope hip hop music. That shit was fine. And we don't get them shits often. That shit was fine. That shit was Hamilton before Hamilton. Wow. All right. That's a lot of cat, <laughs> but I though. I like Morris Brown, the song on the off out of while. I don't remember it. Yeah, well, we don't really remember that. Stupid. It was a uh, wow, <laughs> that's not necessary. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I like that that group. I actually forgot about them. But it's my, uh, favorite, it's my favorite group. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yep. I remember back in the day when Malik would be talking. Oh, damn. Kai, hey, you fine? When Kai would be talking about it, I'd be like, "Why the fuck this nigga talking about um, Outcast? You from New York, like?" It's, nah, it's bro, you gotta respect. You gotta respect. Still, no, absolutely. But, yeah, growing up, like it's like when I went to college. That's that's when my 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 sound definitely opened up. My ear for sound, and I was just like, "Oh, this nigga." Outcast is fire. <laughs> Yo, one of the bars that Andre says on the song um, uh, Gangsta Shit on mm-hmm. Stangonia where he's like, Outcast with a K, you them niggas is hard. Harder than a nigga trying to impress God. We'll pull your whole deck, fuck pulling your card and take a walk in the park and, with a sw- and start start to play my guitar. And it's just like, like the, the way he's just seamless with it, it's just like. I feel you. That's, that's fire. Dope. That's fire. I feel it. That's fucking fire. Damn. Um, Alright, so I'm next. Yeah, Ralph, what right. you got for us? This was a tough one because we, we, this, we, we don't want no weak shit, so you gotta come hard. This was gonna be Kendrick. Okay. Only, you know, but Kai fucked that up. Thank you. <laughs> um, And then I would have gone Jay Z, but Kai fucked that Thank up too. Thank you. Fucking bozo. And I would have I would have gone with Marvin Gaye, but then uh, you was not going with Marvin Gaye. You was capping, bro. One of them Supreme wearing T-shirt motherfuckers. I had it down to. I'll just tell you who I had it down to. It was basically between. Um, Beyonce, because not that I'm the biggest Beyonce fan in the world. I'm not a big music head like you guys are, yeah. um, but I, I do like some Beyonce songs. Mm-hmm. And the other one would have been Maroon Five. Okay, I wasn't sure who I was gonna pick. Ultimately, though, I'm going with this guy, Childish Gambino. Okay. Um, not that. Don't get me wrong. I don't even like his first album that much. Can't. I know. I'm not a big fan of Can't, but I love because the internet. I love because of the internet. So just off the strength of that, he's up there. Like I would go to a childish game, you know, concert. I probably wouldn't even know half the songs he's performing, but I would like. I, I know he was supposed to um be. It was. I don't know if you remember this. Kai. Originally, it was supposed to be Justin Timberlake, uh, Childish Gambino, yes, and Kanye at the Made of America. Not Made of America of Coachella. Coachella, yes. And I was gonna go, bro. Yeah, I remember that. I was gonna. I was gonna be there, but then well, what? Childish dropped out. Uh, Kanye dropped out. Jake, Justin Timberlake dropped out, and Childish dropped out too. Right? I think they all dropped. They all dropped, yeah. Or no, did Childish perform? No, he did. He performed. He did perform. Yeah, 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 like, but but Kanye and JT dropped out. But anyways, going back to um my man Childish, um this because like I said because the internet's amazing and even though he never dropped an album last year, he had an amazing summer with um this, feels like summer 
and uh, oh man, now I'm drawing a blank. What's that? Not this is America. Summer Magic, but but he, Summer got Magic. he got a Grammy for this is America, right? He did. He won yeah, a Grammy for Young this. Young Thug got America. a Grammy too for that. I oh, don't care about Young Thug. Yeah, Thug. Anyways, but yeah, no. So listen, I don't got much to say about Childish Gambino. You guys know how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, and I, Kai, I know you feel the same way. Yeah, he, he's definitely an honorable mention. He, and he's definitely he's definitely on my list, and mm-hmm. he's within my top ten. Yeah. So. Um, and he's another one. Like if you go back and you listen to him, you know, back to his mixtape days when he, when he dropped Cold de Sac and he dropped EP, and mm-hmm. then uh, where he came from camp, and then from camp to uh, to because of the internet to Awaken My Love. Like his his evolution is no two projects of his sound the same. Mm-hmm. And if you really do hear where he came from musically, like where he was, because he was start he he did drop a lot of like college like. At the time when we were in college, he was like a college rapper. Like he was, he, yeah. That's why when he, he did, came, he did, I'm he, like, why he is did, he coming yeah, from acting and rapping? He's not yeah, he was kind of like a, I don't want to call him like an Ashen Roth type, but like he but was he's like, like a, a super backpack nerdy type. Rapper. Yeah, where it was like he made like he made like silly like party nerd rap. Exactly. So mm-hmm. just seeing him go from there to like speaking on things that are like super existential and, and mm-hmm. getting to this deeper level of writing it, it, it is a, like a testament to his ability and his growth because he really has grown and developed okay you know okay I mean? and and the other thing too for me anyways he has great music videos so i know everyone talks about this is america mm-hmm. but he also has uh the worst guys telegraph Ave, sweatpants 2005 and if you ever watch those videos sober. back to back sober too yeah sober's amazing but i mm-hmm. mentioned well yes actually sober's included in that they're they're all they all have a cohesive story oh okay all right so i'm not gonna get into that too much if you guys ever want, watch those videos. It has something to do with a little, like an alien. You'll get it if you've seen 2005. It kind of explains 2005 and why the, the that music video um, goes the route that it does. But yeah, man, just it, it, it is pretty interesting stuff to watch. But I forgot about Sober because that album is good too. Mm-hmm. Um, Kawhi, that, Kawhi EP, I think. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Charles Gambino those good people. All right. CB. No exactly. CG, CG, CG. But sir, last but Might not be least. Animation. Gee, right, it so is your turn. Number five. My um, my number one was gonna be Jay, but I thought that was a little, you know, too hard to know. Anticlimactic, right? You, feel me? <laughs> you know, but kind of had to be the boss. You wanna exactly, but it's all right though. Thoughts exactly. You nah. not what what? Yo, Kai, relax over there. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, I'm, I'm, <laughs> sorry I'm sorry you rudely interrupted by Kai. Yeah, like, Go ahead, sir. But anyway. Um, I'm gonna pick it. This is this is more of a personal favorite. Like I said, like my my list was just so unorthodox. I can't really go to like a like one through five or whatever case may be. But um, five zombies, man. Um, I'm five I'm really zombies. I'm really rocking with this group. I'm really rocking with this group for a couple of reasons. Um, one, I, I kind of I just been there. Like I remember hearing about five zombies from the hood, like from people I know and stuff like that. And they they were giving out T-shirts. That's how they came up. They was on um they they was what? <sighs> What's that street street in Brooklyn? <sighs> No, on, no, pause. It was on Flatbush. I'm on it. See? They was on Flatbush. I was going to say, is it on Flatbush? Yeah, I'm on it. I'm on it. I just had a little brain burst. But they, but they was on Flatbush and they was giving out t-shirts. And I remember my man's pulled up on me. He had a t-shirt. And I saw the logo. I was like, yo, that shit is fire, bro. Uh-huh. I was like, yo, put me on. He was like, you got to go to the hood. Come get one. So I finally got one and stuff like that. And then... I learned from another shorty that, like, she was like, yo, you know about Flatbush Zombies? Because I thought they were just making shirts. I didn't know it was music. She was like, nah, they make music. And I'm like, oh, shit, this shit is fire. Mm-hmm. But, like, around that time, this was, like, early college, so, like, freshman year. And around that time, they were just putting out Lucy, so I was always waiting for a project. And then, um, Better Off Dead, that was, like, one of the, like, they, like that was, like, the breakout mixtape. Oh, man, that shit was fucking fire. I remember just re- listening to it and, um... 
listen to on, on a bus on the way home from campus and like the first lyrics is just like um Meech goes to explain basically like okay um a black man with tattoos that's a gangbanger with a black but a white man with tattoos now he's a biker like just yeah. see, just the analogy of shit like that and it, it was just like it just blew my fucking mind and that's one thing about leopard zombies is just like their their style their presence is just out there like it's kind of like they love everything I love when it comes to the anime when it comes to hip-hop when it comes to like preserving culture like that's what they're all about and within themselves they're an oxymoron like for instance juice and meat you know they're into drugs but eric is not eric you know eric just smoked a little bit and, and that's about it and it's just like cool to see how like level-headed this group is and basically like how it does seem like a druggy perception but basically their message is just to open up your mind and just to be a, a, aware of you know just yourself your consciousness just you know on the day just being the best person you could be. And one thing about, like, Flapper Zombies is, like, their shows are amazing. I've, every, anytime they come to New York, I always try to try to go to see them because their shows are amazing. Definitely, I want to say, in my lifetime, like, the two best shows I've ever been to was the Flapper Zombies concert and the Vince Staples concert. Mm. And, like, it's, it's just it's just up there, man. The, their two albums. I got both of their albums signed, man. I met them at everything. Got to chop it up and shit with them. I was telling them, I was like, yo, I want to be a neurologist, bro. Them niggas looking at me like, yo, you a superhero. I'm like, look at me. Y'all niggas out here doing their thing, you know. Always super fly. Always with the crazy kick game, man. I'm just waiting for another album. I, I know it's coming soon. Um, I, I personally, I love that, um... The, the, the Beast Coast album, I thought that was great. Anything they put out from Clockwork Indigo, Vacation in Hell, um, 3001, The Laced Odyssey, it's, it's just great. And, and it's crazy how, um like, when I think about the Stoop Kids, I think about Flatbush Zombies because these are dudes from the hood that like anime, that like movies, you know, that just likes all the video games and shit like that and sneakers and shit. And they, they've definitely, like, put a big imprint on my life musically and stuff like that. And within my generation, I'm growing up and I'm seeing, like, yo, this fucking group, it's, it's fucking making it big now. Like, they definitely have fans all around the world. And it's just, like, I fuck with their music. OD and heavy. And I never met, like, a Flappy Zombies fan that wasn't cool. Like, at all their concerts, it's just cool. It's vibes. Like, it's, it's, it's just really cool. So, um, yo, Flappy Zombies, go check that out. And my man Meech got the fucking bars. Like, no, nobody touching my man. Meechie like, Darko. Fucking he, top five. He has one of the illest deliveries in hip-hop. You feel me? Right. Like, no cap, bro. No cap. My man Eric, Eric Eric's production is amazing in itself too. It's, it's just really crazy out here, man. It's just really and, and they ice game is crazy. My man Meech ice game. They is some, crazy. I'll tell you one thing. They some weird looking dudes, bro. Yeah, they weird, bro. They my, weird as fuck. Just weird, <laughs> but when you see him in real life, though, they like they just mad cool. Like they just, mm. they just from the hood. But yo, man, yo, they get busy though with that 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 Philip Lim and all, all them brands, bro. Yo, the Prada, yo, it's it's crazy. It's like yo, when niggas make it, yo. Gotta get flee. Nice. Um, so just to do a quick recap of everybody's lists. Okay. Um, for Kai, we had no particular. Well, this is the order you had it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, Lupe Fiasco, Jay Z, and Outcast. Mm-hmm. Just swap Jay Z and Outcast, and that will be my list in order. Nice. Uh, G had Amy Winehouse, mm-hmm. Jay Dilla, MF Doom, Marvin Gaye. And Flatbush Zombies. That's a fire list. That's like, a fire list. I like that. It's list. a pretty good list. <laughs> um, but the best list was uh, by Ralphie. Michael Jackson, Kanye West, Frank Ocean, Bruno Mars, Childish Gambino, and that is indisputable. This is a social list. put an artist on there with one and a half albums. <laughs> Which one was that? Frank Ocean. Got what one. you mean? He has two whole albums. Nah, Blonded. Blonde is half an album. I mean, those songs are unfinished. Blonde is a whole album. Those songs are unfinished. Watch your mouth, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Nostalgia Ultra is a great album. Listen to me, Jack. 
<laughs> and it just stops. He's got songs on it that just stop. Yo, watch Yo, out. you gonna let him do you like that, bro? Sing it. Let you, let, let him do you, do He's it. a Frank Ocean fan, so I'm not even offended by that. He says, sing he ain't no real Frank Ocean fan. He absolutely He's is. like, where's the, rec- where's the rest of this record? Don't worry about that. With that being said, great job, gentlemen. Now, G, it's time of the pod where you tend to put us on. Yo, I ain't even gonna lie. I don't even gotta put me on. Oh, my goodness. It's all right if you don't have one, man. Nah, it's cool if you don't. Nah, I think I'm over one on the fly, though, because um, I had just, like, re-put myself on. This is from the, the episode we did where we did the questions. The, 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 this okay, okay. Yeah, and then when Kai asked me um, Midnight Marauders or um, The Low End Theory, so I just went, after that, I just went back to listen to these albums over and over again, and I'm about to put niggas on Midnight Fucking Marauders, my nigga. Do it. 1990 fucking three, my nigga. Like, it was fucking crazy. Like, oh my God, niggas was just born. Like, it was, it was the best year. It was the best year in history, honestly. Because July 25th, a fucking star was born. Uh, a month prior, the real star was born. They, they, you know you know what happened? When Ralphie was born, he was like, oh, pussy. Guess we gotta wait till July 25th. For real, nigga. Mm. I came on. The world was satisfied. But let's get on. Um, Midnight Marauders Tropical Quest 1993. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the, I just, world, the world was satisfied. <laughs> no, I just I just thought of something funny, like Ralphie being born, uh-huh. and like his parents like walking out the uh, the hospital, and it was like, "Excuse me, ma'am, you forgot your baby." Like, fuck! <laughs> I thought we had one. Like, fuck! <laughs> they got us. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> G, sir, uh, disregard what Kai said because it wasn't funny. Uh, put us on, man. But um, you know, even even the theme of this album, you know, similar to MF Doom's albums and similar to like um, Supreme Clientele with the men with the tour guide, um, the, the the automated lady. This was Siri one one you know. But before that, it had a lot in her, and like she would just take you throughout the album and be like, the members of the tribe, we have Fife Dog. Shahid, wait, no, 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 Ali Shahid Muhammad, Q-Tip, and Jerobi. Like, that's how she would just sound, and she would just take you. A-E-I-O-U, and sometimes Y. I don't, I didn't understand that part at all. I don't, but that shit goes that's into, electric, that shit goes into <laughs> electric relaxation, and I'm not mad at it. That ass. But, um, man, this album just me had so many fucking songs, so many hits, uh, award tour, sucking nigga, electric relaxation. The Chase Part 2 is my favorite song. On this album. Really? Yeah. Uh, we can get down is my favorite song. We can get down. We can we can get down. Yeah, that's like is that. Child. It's like that. Um, lyrics to go fire. God lives through fire. Like this whole album is amazing. And you know, one thing about Tropical Quest is is, is big queens. We out here, man. I was born born in Queens. Now until I moved to to this this dump of Long Island. Wow. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's life. I like it out so, here. So, and I used to live off Linden. So, you know, coming up, I would just always, like, my mom would just always be bumping in. Now, Linden like, Boulevard represent, represent, like, Zet, Tribe Core Quest represent, represent. Like, I mean, everybody has heard of Tribe Core Quest. I'm not going to lie, but I don't think everybody has listened to their albums. This this right here is, is a cool album. This is one of the albums you could play in a car, you know, just like a long drive. Honestly, like a 45-minute drive. Yeah, you throw this on. Yeah, you throw this on. Smooth, like, smooth jazz rap, too. OD, OD, man. Midnight Marauders. Even the cover, the the cover, the cover work is, is just amazing. That was during that Zulu era with the red, black, and green. You know, the real taking it back to the African roots, and you see everybody's head head in there, like people that participated in some way in the album and stuff like that. And Diddy's on there. Oh, he is. Yeah, you in it? I think Diddy's on there. He probably is. 
Oh, what, what, what's my man Humpty Dumpty on there too? Yeah, he's on there. Yo, that's and, and that's what that's what I like about New York. I mean, a lot of people try to say like um, New York don't support New York, but even from back then, niggas was always supporting people. Like, you know, stop it, bro. Like, stop it. But Tropical Quest, man, a war tour, one of my favorite um Tropical Quest songs. I remember I had to tell Kai about this. He didn't know about. It. I was like, I you don't know about a war tour? I'm like, you crazy. My it dad, my dad t- would be would have grounded me. Oh, D. I told him to tell his dad about it. He was not trying to. I'd be ashamed. He was not trying to. Pops out the shit on me. <laughs> nah, O.D., man. Especially his pops being from Queens, too. He definitely was stop the shit yeah. And even, um, even coming up, um, like, I've learned from the from the Wu-Tang um, saga, from the show, like, Tropical Quest was one of the first rap groups to actually produce their own albums and stuff like that, mm. you know, which is really dope. Like I said, you know, more pioneers in the field. You know, and you know, Tropical Quest, household legend. Nice. Just what it is. Don't Very good, sir. Um, what I'm going to put you guys on to this week is a TV show that just uh, came out yesterday. The Watchmen <laughs> on HBO. Okay. I saw, I saw the little clip for that. Yes. But the fact is, I can only watch it on my phone, so it was a dub. That's right. You can watch it on your laptop. I can't, bro. You can't. What, You're uh, not trying to swindle that password. What's your, your bit- I gave you the password. No, you, you put it in. Oh, I never gave it to you? No. Okay, I got you. What, your, your, your bitch-ass Xbox doesn't have uh, HBO? No, I want to put it on Xbox. <laughs> but I don't got the password. Suck a dick. Xbox all day, boy. Not even Xbox. I'm team Switch right now. Xbox, honestly, I only use my Xbox to watch TV. Oh, okay. That's the only reason I use it. I don't play no more games. But they got this this anime game that just came out, Code Ren or something like that. I heard it's pretty good. You Can Probably. we get back to what I was yeah, talking about? Yeah, yeah. All right, keep going. Thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, the Watchmen series on HBO is, ha- is takes place... After the comic book um, series, not the movie that came out uh, by bitch ass Zack Snyder. Also, a giant squid did take over. Yes, in this particular show, a squid takes over. That's why you see those squids. Yeah, okay, that makes so much more sense. Yes, right. I know. So, people, so this has nothing to do with the movie. It does not has nothing to do with the movie. It's based off the comic book. If you haven't read the, it's I understand. the movie I, and the I, comic I, are almost the same thing. The endings are just the different. endings are just different. Okay. Yes, that's the only where main where Doctor Manhattan blows up the city, or he frames Doctor Manhattan. He actually creates a giant squid that destroys Manhattan mm-hmm. in the in the graphic novel. Yes. That's a big difference. Well, why, why squid? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, Yo, if you, Kyle would have died in a heartbeat. So I, <laughs> I mean, I don't think I would have eaten him. I didn't, I didn't think about that, but yes, Kyle would have. So that squid touch oh, not, oh. Once it starts raining squid, it's a wrap. Kyle's dead just going to dissolve. Is that shellfish? Squid? Yeah. Uh, not not because no. calamari, and you're good with calamari. No, I'm not good with calamari. He's not good with calamari. Oh, so then you would, you be, would die. No, but toast. calamari is prepared in the same way that it's prepared with other shellfish. Yeah, that's you'd, why, you'd, that's be, you'd be finito if mm-hmm. squids were falling out of yeah, the sky, bro. Put us on. <laughs> Anyways, this this show, God, you guys. Acid threw, rain. Can, yo, you guys are sending me so many tangents. Okay, like I said, this show takes place after the comic book series, uh, about 20 years after. It is present day, so it's 2019 in this show. It stars Regina King, Don Johnson, Tim Blake Nelson, and Jeremy Irons. Now, Jeremy Irons is supposed to be Ozymandias, but that hasn't been confirmed yet on the show, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, um, the first episode just came out yesterday. I watched it. I liked it a lot, actually. Mm. Some um, sites didn't give it the the rating reviews that usually HBO shows get. I disagree personally. I actually like the show a lot. I think it, I thought it was paced very well. There's a little mystery to it. Like I said, I don't want to give away too much. But it's only one episode. If you get a chance, watch it. It's about an hour long. But yeah, um, I actually am a fan of... 
I did like Zack Snyder's. I was joking before. I actually did like uh, the Watchmen movie. Me too. And yeah, uh, I thought that was a good movie. I thought it was a good movie. I never actually read the comic book, but I'm I I am familiar with it enough to know that I liked it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, the from what it looks like, the main villain is um, a white supremacist group, which is interesting because lit. yeah, well I don't know if it's lit, but no, it's, in this day and time, you know, a lot of black folks get behind it. This is true. This is very true. The main and the main protagonist is a black female, which I I I applaud HBO for doing that. Okay, HBO. Absolutely. And what's cool about next time we're going to Tulane female or that. What's cool about X? I mean X Men. What's cool about the Watchmen too is just like it takes place in our world, but it's like a distorted, like an alternate reality. That okay. makes sense. Where you know Superman and Batman that never would happen. And this don't get me wrong, Doctor Manhattan would never ever happen in our world either but like you can have it was plausible to have like vigilantes come out and mm-hmm. things of that nature so it just like in this in this in this timeline Robert Redford is the president like the actor Robert Redford yeah Robert Redford is the president <laughs> that's crazy it's, like it's that. President Redford it's, oh, it's pretty yeah it's pretty cool um, played yeah. by Robert Redford no, right? No, he's not in the show, oh. but the, it just oh. refers to the president as Robert. Oh, Redford. okay, okay. But yeah, no, it, it, it's 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 pretty cool, and it takes place in Tulsa, Oklahoma. But yeah, like I said, that's all I'm gonna say. If you haven't had opportunity, watch episode one, and it's only episode one. You're not far behind, guys. Uh, actually, speaking on that, that was the cool detail that I liked. Um, there was the part where she's in, and this is a minor spoiler, where she's at, she's at the, um, she's at. A, She's doing career day, and she's seeing something on the board, and it mentions something about Vietnam, mm-hmm. and it's like like how they won, like uh, yes, they won she, Vietnam. Oh, that she was born in Vietnam as a colony of the United States, and I was like, oh, I was like, that's it's a weird, state. yeah. And it's then she's like, and I'm like, oh yeah, in the in the Watchmen universe, they won Vietnam because they had Doctor Manhattan. Manhattan. Yes, so that was that was pretty dope. But yeah, that's crazy. I didn't finish the episode. I'm, I'm gonna go back tonight and, and try to finish it. But um, yeah, from my put us on, I wanted to talk about Wale's sixth LP. Wow, okay. that's crazy. Um, like I said, this is a six album by Wale. It's a really good album. I really enjoyed Fine. it. It's solid. Very solid album. Um, this is the first, I want to say, album of his that he he, uh, he takes on a concept and he carries it throughout the entire album. Okay. This album is mostly about, you know, his exploration into self-discovery, into love, and his admiration for black women. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's something that isn't really spoken about a lot in hip hop. You know, just you know, the, talking about the love of black women. I feel like we get songs here and there. No, but but, but that's fact because um, even Freddie Dib said he said um, rap rap made me want a foreign bitch. Yeah, so yeah, I, no, no, because if you listen to a lot of hip hop songs and when they talk about women in a very you know one dimensional mm-hmm. uh, uh, and and treat them like sexual. I, uh, yeah, and yeah. and they objectify women. We always said, yeah, I got a mo- I got a foreign chick. I got a I got a Spanish chick. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. Like they talk about women like that. I got a Dutch chick that made me chocolate. Yeah, My so like I think I, and I and I do think that a lot of listeners are impressionable. So when they hear that, they like think it's oh yeah, it's all it's it's cool to go have a have a woman outside of outside of my race yeah. or have this other different type of chick. Rarely do, you know, black men speak of black women on their on their records. Right. So I, I do applaud him for, for doing that. And it's not in a, and it's not in a way that, you know, puts any other woman down. It's just like, no. It's just it's this, celebrating being black. Yeah. It's, uh the, the track Black Girl Magic on there is, is a huge standout. My favorite track and I think a lot of people's favorite track the first track, Sumi, Sumi, is amazing. Um, love and loyalty, fire. I love love and loyalty. I love the uh, like the Afrobeat vibes, mm-hmm. and I love the fact that he's doing Afrobeat and it sounds very authentic. It, yeah, it's it natural. Sounds, it sounds like he recorded this in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Because uh, a lot of people like you know they they first of all 
Wale was using Afrobeat since the first album. Yeah, he has been. Like, so and he doesn't and he doesn't get the credit. Exactly. So let, let's just stop. But even that, you know, I understand like why I like the fact that Key didn't make that like that wasn't his gimmick for his sound. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, like my lyrics. Like and, I'm a walking dictionary. And if people don't know, like Wale is actually Nigerian. Like, like, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, like his name is Anuba Wale. Wale. Like yeah. Um, but but uh, a couple. Of, Personal favorite tracks on here. Uh, Cliche with Ari Lennox. Yes, I love, I love that track. I love uh, On Chill with Jeremiah. Yeah. Fire. I like I love, Expectations. I like Expectations too. I'm not a big black fan. I, I, I do. Yeah, I'm not a big black I'm fan not, I'm not a big black I, fan. I don't really care for the music. Yeah, but um, yo, you know what song I fuck? Love Me Nina. I gotta, I gotta go back and listen to that. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad he put Black Bonnie on here. That, that, yeah, that, that's just a bonus though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of another bonus that I love. Pole dancer, yeah, would make the stallion. Yeah, that should go. I think hard. I think a lot of people don't really mention mention this, but I think Wally does strip club anthems very well. Yeah, OD. Um, do you do it for the city? Yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. Oh, this track, be some DC girls. The track that he had on um on the gifted with um with Cla- Juicy J no, no. Clappers, yeah, Clappers. With, Cla- with mm-hmm. uh, him and uh, him and Nicki Minaj was great. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, routine with with Rick Ross yep. and, and um and Meek Mill. Oh, I guess he's not on MMG anymore. Nah, he he's on. He has his own. He has, he has his own label. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Remember yeah. I, during our MMG episode, we were talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh-huh. yeah, um, this has been. It's been a couple years since his last album, and I'm glad that he, he came mm-hmm. in. He didn't really miss a step. And he's, he's definitely been putting out EPs though. Like yeah, he has the, been, the, he has the been. free lunch and everything like yeah, that. Like yeah, he's yeah, been yeah. his bag. When yeah. it was. No, but I'm just glad that he hasn't, you know, missed a step. And, oh, yeah. And actually, he's improved, though, because I think this album is much better than Shine. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. Um. So, yeah, man. Shout-outs to Wale. Doing your thing, man. I lost Giff. Absolutely. Good. Um. Is there anything you want to say to the people before we get out of here? I just want everybody to continue, you know, just to, you know, just continue appreciating my voice you know i like how y'all pull up to the stoop every week okay appreciate you nah i'm just saying i we appreciate all our fans you know tell a friend tell a friend i really been out here you know you know i love what we do but you know we really definitely want to increase this audience so you know we're gonna keep doing what we're doing we're gonna keep you know putting out that good shit we do it for you guys man do it for you guys um how about you kai anything you want to say before we get out of here sir uh nah man just everyone keep up the good work whatever you're doing i don't know what the fuck you guys do but you know keep doing it that's it Keep doing it. And on that note, Streetlights just came on. Now, once again, thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to rate and subscribe to us. If you'd like to leave us some feedback, ask questions, or just say what's up, email us at thestoopkidspod at gmail.com. Now, I'm Ralphie. I'm Kai. And this is Ricky Bobby. Or this is G. And we'll see you on the stoop next week. Peace.
either that's one to die to. I try to just go it at you. Determine your own adventure, Andre. Got to a station, here's my destination. She got off the bus, the conversation lingered in my head for hours. Took a shower, kinda sour, cause my favorite group ain't coming with it. But I'm with you, cause you're probably going through it anyway. But anyhow, I went and died, went on out and bought it, cause I thought it would be jamming. But examine all the flaws, get, get.